Yeah. Hop Avenue, Mr. Donnie and Mr. Bill. Hey, hey. Nice to meet you guys. Glad to have you guys on. Yeah, Until dude. I've been looking forward to this ever since we started communicating with each other. Yeah. Yeah, and then I was definitely like just pumped up whenever I started listening to all your stuff and all your all your yeah. people come on, man. Like all those people, I feel like I have something to relate to. Yeah. So yeah, the guy from Houston, uh, the beer guy uh, who trades all the beer, bro. That dude is insane. Like, I was so, like, in his story. I Yo, couldn't... so he was coming up on, like, uh, I want to say, like, 10,000 followers. He's got a decent follow following on, on yeah. Instagram. And uh, he wanted to do a giveaway. This kid brought in, like, 168 different types of beers, like, flavors. You know, I, when he told me that via message, I was like, you know what? There's no way. I mean, maybe we'll get through 10. He brought in, like, over 100 types of different beers like he's a collector for yeah, real yeah you know so i mean imagine then he brought his buddy his buddy's like a stoner you know what i'm saying he brought all these edibles so imagine how that episode <laughs> went yeah <laughs> you I know imagine well it, well it was it was three and a half hours long <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I, what i'm saying those yeah, are the best I, ones though uh, yeah <laughs> those are the best ones yeah for sure <laughs> yeah I, when I, I didn't realize it was that long and yeah. I, just, I, I looked at the time i was like man shit this is gonna be over three hours yeah <laughs> so i basically live in my trucks i'm constantly driving back and forth to yeah different jobs and stuff and uh and we'll get into that here in a little bit but yes, uh yeah I, I just caught myself just so into his story and i was like this is like the most interesting guy man, ever he like his story alone his story and also uh chef chef Raphael, uh -huh. super amazing interesting story you know what i'm saying like they they come from like the ground up you know just made something of themselves you know it's amazing yeah. stories no that story it was awesome it was uh it was kind of motivating too yeah yeah for like, sure man yeah he's dude, uh he's, he's been from at the very bottom and yeah going to the top man it's incredible yeah he has a really crazy story he'll be back on this year you know we'll have to invite you guys yeah for uh sure. as well you know we'll, we'll have a good time we'll have a party <laughs> yeah, for sure. yeah for sure so how's new year's how's everything treating you guys man can't complain uh pop some fireworks pop some bottles with the yeah. wife and <laughs> yeah. uh started the year off right and yeah yeah same stuff uh, another day and you know the mead yeah for this sure. year next year it don't matter man it's all the same i hustle and grind all the time yeah man good old southeast texas uh on my way here i was just thinking about you know it's it's really hard to start a business just like in a normal sense but like during like a pandemic that's a an extra challenge so for you guys to go out you know and do something like that i commend you you know what i'm saying like it's amazing yeah bill can tell you that it has not been easy because the yeah. banks they're completely different in the way they do things now yeah they're uh they're basically insuring themselves making sure that um i'm not gonna say not gonna fail because nothing's guaranteed but when i say like it's much more difficult to get like an sba loan now than it, what it was before pandemic that's an understatement mm. it's a totally different animal ah do you, it's, it's gotta be it's gotta be considering like the way businesses can shut down and how fast things change right. with uh, mandates and stuff like that right it's it's way more risky right for, so from a business standpoint you kind of understand why they do it yeah but it for all of us who are just trying to make something it's a little it makes it tough yeah for sure yeah and like they they go through every bit of financials it's it's a lot more in depth and when i what i mean by that is used to you could have a business plan, have some financials, yeah. check your credit, and hey, it's good. We like the plan. It's proved. Right. Let's roll with it. Now, it's it's they want to look at every little thing and they take your soul from you. Yeah. And you can ask him like every 
every couple of months they have we have to do a personal financial statement we have to redo, mm. renew it fill out this form and it's all this stuff and mm. as soon as i think we're we're done they ask for this other form fill out this other form yeah. it's non-stop but all good we've got through it That's we're awesome. there uh construction has started on the brewery building and yeah. things are rolling so oh yeah man that's awesome and i follow you know i follow you guys on instagram but also on facebook you know just seeing the progress yeah is uh pretty cool like how did it come about like what sparked you know an idea to open up like a brewery <laughs> yeah so i'm a huge craft beer guy love craft beer yeah. um man what got me in going in like the breweries and stuff was i got tired of going to your normal bars right right and i like to go in bars i like to drink and party just like the next person right absolutely yeah but man you go to the bars and they have liquor there's yeah. all these fights and all this crazy stuff going on <laughs> yeah. it's just you know and then uh years and years ago went into a brewery and i was like man this is so chill right it's awesome right. it's a better time <laughs> so i was like okay maybe i caught it on a good night you know it was a saturday yeah. night it was me and my wife you know anyways it was a really chill atmosphere and then we just kept going to breweries and then what i noticed is there's always chill atmosphere yeah uh i can just go in there and relax and i don't have to worry about people messing with me and yeah. people throwing up and all the <laughs> craziness and yeah man craft beer has like a, a cool vibe mature crowd and uh, yeah and everybody's just going there to drink their beer and enjoy themselves so yeah it's a different vibe it's kind of like if when you're at a standard bar yeah you're standing around so the only activity is talk and drink yeah or fight but, you know what i'm saying but like but like <laughs> or fight once it gets later on you're like all right i'm bored now let's fight somebody <laughs> yeah. but yeah. but then it's like like breweries and like wineries you yeah. don't see any of that shit there no no, no, no. it's just a different it's a different type of vibe it's also a different people that you bring in yeah you know because a, a bar when you turn like 18 you're like even though i can't drink i'm going i'll maybe try to get, get somebody to buy me yeah. a drink so you get like a younger crowd but like wineries yeah you're not you're gonna get older and older more mature crowd oh for sure breweries people are knowledgeable you know breweries it, it seems like people are there like partaking in for the beer like to enjoy the beer. yeah that's it that's what i liked about it so there's that i grew like a love for it and i just got actually obsessed with it and then i started noticing the type of crowds that went in there seemed like all successful middle class people and they're dropping serious cash in these places there yeah. it's stupid how much money is going through these breweries i don't even think people realize how much money's rolling through it um people I, I started noticing you know they don't look at the there's not a price on beer they don't even yeah. look they don't care and i'm noticing people are just getting 100 150 tabs dropped down and they don't even blink an eye at it yeah just and then, love it huh <laughs> so i really start digging into the numbers i start asking questions to some of my other friends that own breweries and then once i realized the numbers they were doing and i started getting like cost uh what cost of goods like how much it costs to make beer mm -hmm. this and that and the other i was like man these people are killing it so i was like i love craft beer i like making money yeah <laughs> i was like let's see if we can get a plan together yeah so then started reaching out i can brew beer and it's pretty decent yeah. but i wanted like a beer connoisseur someone with really high beer iq someone that would just yeah. really differentiate differentiate uh from the other breweries and yeah so I found this guy, found Bill. <laughs> Bill is like a mad scientist with Master beer. Brewer. <laughs> yeah, he, he uh, truly so is. Working on it. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been working on it? Uh, I've been homebrewing since the early 2000s. And uh, 
it quickly spiraled out of control. Very nice. um, <laughs> yeah, crack that open, to man. The point, yeah, I was making so much beer. It was it was becoming a problem to get rid of it all and, and try everything out. And I, I'd brew a recipe, taste it, tweak it, brew it again, brew, you know. Nice. Just keep going and keep going and keep going. So eventually I've I had to go later. pro. I've got work later, so you can. Yeah, eventually I had to go pro just to uh, not be putting so much money into a hobby that was not returning much. Uh, you know, you can't sell a homebrew and that sort of thing. You can't really make money on it. Yeah. You yeah. could trade people for like a pizza for, and stuff. Yeah. A yeah. little, little <laughs> yeah. bit of that stuff. Give it to friends know. and family. Or like yeah, other, it, other beer. Give it as gifts <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, um, when you get into it that serious, I mean, you're putting down hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month on batches and yeah. equipment. And it gets it can get crazy for some people. What yeah. is it What is it about that, that gets addicting? Because you're not the first person I've heard say that. Because I've seen many people who start, who have, you know, try to make a little something for their self and then they have this whole chemistry set up in their kitchen <laughs> yeah. and a pissed off wife yeah <laughs> and then they're like, yes, that's what's they're like hey you gotta move this somewhere and he's like i can't help it i gotta <laughs> uh, i mean i'm sure there's a lot of a lot of answers to that but for me it's i really like uh it, it's a lot of science it's very technical and and science oriented which i love but it's also there's an artistry uh artistry to it and it's an art and um just playing with the different ingredients and, and things. It's really almost like a sculpture or something on, on another level. So um, my brain, I love kind of melding the two. Um, but other people, I mean, some people get into it. They're tinkers and they just love making their own stuff and, and going crazy on the equipment. And some people, uh, I got a few homebrewer friends here. They grow their own grains and malt them. And, oh, wow. Uh, and that's sort of, they go like real far into that. And so it's, it's such a wide uh, variety of a hobby. Yeah. A lot of people take it different ways. Um, and a, another thing, when I first started out, um, you know, we're in the middle of a craft beer boom now, even though it might not seem like it's so much here in Southeast Texas. Um, but I mean, when I started out, you went to the beer store and they had all the macros and maybe, you know, one or two little, uh, Sierra Nevadas or something. There wasn't the selection they have now. So right. I read about a beer and man, I really want to try that and you can't buy it anywhere. So I'd mm -hmm. read about it and do research, find some books. And then I just brew it and I'd brew it for a while and think about it. And then finally, you know, years later, I would try a sample of a Scottish ale and I'm like, oh, man, this is really good. And I'm actually brewing um, something similar. Yeah. That's actually what we have here now. It's a Scottish ale, a malty, uh, amber colored. Um, yeah, man, it's really smooth. Brew. <laughs> just smooth and easy drinking. Yeah, um, this would get me in trouble. Like uh, instead of coffee, I'd be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I feel you on that. Not yeah. super high alcohol, but uh, just, you know, easy drinking. Malt is the focus here. Um, mm. The yeast is what kind of really is uh, important in this type of brew as well. And, um, you know, this pair is excellent with pizza and more oh, carbs sure. and stuff. Uh, for sure. All this the fun. is Super Bowl beer. Uh, this time you watch one of those things. Super Bowl <laughs> party, we got pizza, wings, that type of thing. Yeah, this this beer is pretty easy to drink, and I'm not a slow drinker. Mm -hmm. yeah. When I drink, I tend to drink fast. It's yeah. just it's just in me. It's how I've always been. Same, same. And, yeah, uh, a lot of people. <laughs> you're not the only one. Yeah, <laughs> this beer's not too strong. It's um about a five and a half, six percent beer. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you can have a few and enjoy it, not get too wild. Yeah, for sure. Um, so how did you guys uh like link up or meet? Did y'all come up together or no? Well, uh man, I actually uh went into Lake Charles uh a while back. It's been it's been a while. Yeah. And then uh went to the Crown Eagle Brewery where he's from and he uh came to the table, just introduced himself and yeah. and at that time I I wanted to start a brewery, but I really wasn't 
like 100% into it at that moment, just yeah. at that time. But he introduced himself. I kind of told him that I was interested in maybe opening a brewery. And he's like, okay, cool, man. That's awesome. You know, basically, I was like, yeah. well, shit. You know, he told me basically to piss off. <laughs> yeah. You know, but no, he, uh, he gave me his card. And uh, he said, yeah, whenever you're back in town, just give me a shout. Well, the thing is, is at that time, I was still in the process of trying to find a building, yeah. talking to banks, seeing what, what money I needed up front, blah, blah, blah. So I didn't want to waste his time. Yeah. And got more into it, and then things started rolling, and I was like, okay, like I can make beer, yeah. but like I said earlier, I wanted someone who can make really good beer. Right, right. So I reached out to Bill, and then uh, made Bill a pretty sweet offer, and he's like, man, I'm game. And then we linked up, and then uh, at the time, I was like, man, I really don't know this guy that well, so... Yeah. I was like, man, let's go to Houston. Let's go check out some breweries. And yeah. so me and him start kind of hanging out, getting to know each other, see if there's that chemistry there for sure, and everything. For sure. And that's a good uh, idea. Yeah. 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 And then uh, it really hit me. We were driving home from Houston. We'd been to a few breweries. And he's like, man, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm not like talking shit on yeah. my, my last company because, you know, they were great and whatever. But he said, man, you've I've been to more breweries with you than I was with the last people I worked wow, with. And I was yeah. like, man, that's awesome. Like that. Yeah. That was awesome sure. to me. And it, it was never like an awkward moment with us. Our chemistry is just really well. Yeah. And the thing I like about Bill is Bill's like about work. He's, he wants to get it done. I can tell that side of him. And yeah. that's the kind of person you really want on your team. Absolutely. You don't want a guy that's just going to sit back there and drink and get drunk all day. And exactly. And mess around. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, I like to drink and get drunk just like the next person. Yeah. But man, you got a business to run. Absolutely. It's about the business. Yeah. We have uh, a purpose. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I was just like, man, this guy is like the perfect fit. He's yeah. really on it. Uh, his wife, incredible, super supportive. Yeah. And so you, you can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, with uh, just our little, I guess, boom, if you will, in Southeast Texas with the breweries coming up, it's like you guys just like slid in and found like the perfect spot. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a few in Beaumont. There's uh, like one in uh, Mid-County. Yeah. Like you guys, are you filled that void. You know Man, what I'm saying? Like I, there needed to be one right there. Yes, absolutely. And I, I tell everybody, I think we filled what I call the fourth corner. Yeah. <laughs> so you have Beaumont, uh, Port Natchez, Nederland, mm -hmm. and then Bridge City. Oh, yeah. It's like the fourth you know, corner. Yeah. So uh, and plus sure. it'll, it'll make for fun sure. for a... Uh, uh, a different you know brew hop another place to go absolutely brew hop. absolutely bro like, absolutely that's uh, i'm really hoping that we can make it uh to the brew hop if they even have a brew hop this year i really don't know if they are aren't i yeah. haven't heard much on it but um yeah me either but yeah I, I talk to gabby and justin pretty often and they they pretty much they're in the know of everything that's yeah. going on man super cool people by the way super man. cool man we had them on the uh they were on the podcast and then i had randy on the podcast yeah. uh, last week yeah so, yeah yeah they've yeah, Good. such a it's a great, such a great community, uh, craft beer in general, but then also just here in this right? area. Right? Yeah, and everyone's so nice, friendly, helpful. Yeah, um, everyone's going to each other's breweries, trying stuff, talking about how you do this, how, yeah. how it works. You know, it's great. It's it's a neat industry. A lot of industries really aren't like that. Yeah, um, yeah, I love it, man. You mentioned Houston, like I that's my first love, right? So I'm from uh, Southeast Texas, but I moved right. off to Houston, came back, and I'm so glad I came back because, like you said, the community out here is just it's great. You know, everyone, if you want to go out and do something, you find that, you know, those right people and they're supportive, you know, and everyone's helpful. If you need help, you yeah. know, it's a similar in the, the podcast mm -hmm. podcasting community. You know what I'm saying? Sure. We help each other if needed. 
Like he he knows me, so he came in, brought an extra memory card because he knows how I am sometimes. He's forgetful sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I come the, prepared. The fact you know? that we have like a legit podcast in Southeast <laughs> Texas just yeah. blows my mind. Really, dude, blows my mind, man. Like this is this is like a legit setup. You know? Yeah. This, so the uh, the there's another podcast called A to Z, uh-huh. and I actually rent from them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're they're uh, you know on the scene. Kate is on the scene with a Fuller Fuller House podcast. Fuller's House, yeah. Cool, Fuller's cool. House, you know, and we got beer and bullshit. I'm just like the the ugly stepchild in the mix. No, <laughs> I, I, I like it because it's like raw and pure, and it's not like mainstream. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know, you know I'm how like, to stay away from yeah. That. <laughs> so you know, like when you're younger, and this might be a terrible analogy, but when you're younger and you're like really into like new bands coming out. Oh, and, for like, sure, for sure. Young people find out all the 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 new music before it's ever big and like it's bro it's, nowadays it's, it's like we don't i tell my girl all the time we don't have anything for ourselves as uh, adults anymore yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah. that word our 11 year old knows more about music than we do yeah you know? because they have so many <laughs> they have so many resources yeah. right there in front of their you know, their eyes yeah I'm, I'm so i'm 34 so back in high school I couldn't even tell you how we knew all these new bands, but yeah. I think it's because we like went to like a uh, warp tour and oh, stuff sure. like that. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we used to like, I used to be the guy who would say, fuck the main stage bands. And yeah. like, I would go to the more the, indie. The, yeah. Like the smaller yeah. stages. And the one that sticks out to me the most is a band called the used man. They like oh, hadn't yeah. made it that big yet. They were on a small stage and, I was like, man, these fucking guys are incredible. Yeah. And then just bam, like a year later, they're playing the main stage. I was like, wow, man. I actually did watch them on the main stage. So, oh, yeah, but, for uh, sure. Man, we had, you know, coming up from 31, we had LimeWire. You know, we had all these. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I was one of those guys that, like, you went to for music. You know, I'm salty because nowadays I can't be that guy Normal. anymore. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can't be that uh, person anymore. You don't come to me to uh, for music. You just go on the internet now. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you I feel know, you. So crazy. I have, I have a 14-year-old daughter, and she, yeah. like, keeps me in check with everything. So, man, I'm like, I love every kind of music. If it appeals yeah. to my ears, I listen to it. I'm not just rock or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I find myself probably listening to more rap than anything. Yeah. And it then, was, uh, it's taking over the the industry you yeah, know yeah like, yeah yeah it's there's like rap like the main you know what we grew up on but then there's so many sub genres of it now there is it's crazy you know and i go through like these different phases like i'm like man I, like i really like the old school like oh, 90s me rap me too man like wu-tang and stuff like, oh yeah i yeah. just finished the uh if you haven't checked it out watch that wu-tang uh saga on hulu yeah I, it's, I, I've it's seen amazing it. dude it's awesome <laughs> yeah it's, it's awesome those yeah. dudes trial and error right there that was it was insane oh for sure for sure. You know, you got to give it to RZA. Yeah, for, yeah. Uh, you know, for keeping it going, you know. Yeah, without that dude, I don't think it would have it would have lasted. Oh, no, they call him the Abbott. <laughs> yeah, that dude's incredible, man. Yeah, for sure. For but, sure. Uh, yeah, then then my daughter has me, like, some of the new stuff. Uh, it's crazy. Every time she introduces me, it seems like to a new artist, they literally die within, like, a month. Yeah. These, like, she introduced, <laughs> she was like, Dad, you got to hear this, check out, you know, because I don't really censor my daughter and what she listens to yeah and uh anyways she's like you gotta check out this guy he's awesome because she loves music yeah. and uh, i was like what's the name she's like king von i was like cool so i'm checking out king von i was like man this dude is freaking incredible and then i swear like a month later died gone i was like golly yeah. and i can't think of the other guy's name i right was now. a young Dolph. no not young Dolph. uh this guy died like shoot maybe a year ago 
He got gunned down. I can't remember. Was it his. XXX? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah that dude. Tentacion. Tentacion. <laughs> That's why I stopped at XXX. I don't yeah. know how to say yeah, that. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, you didn't. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. And, that, uh, he was super talented. Dude, he was super, super talented. talented. Yeah, and I was like, wow. And uh, my daughter was just like, I can't believe you like this stuff because <laughs> I'll go from listening to that to like freaking Stone Temple Pilots, like, yeah. in, in, a, in, a, in a one song change, you know? Like, I'm all over the place. But. Yeah, it's the same for me. You know, I'll play like some Jimmy for uh, my stepdaughter, and she's like, you know, what the hell is this, mm-hmm. you know? Or I'll play like Jay Z, like, I'm a huge Jay Z fan, yeah. or Wu Tang, you know? She's yeah. like, what the hell is this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's crazy. You know, I'm we, all over the place with music, though. Yeah, same, same. I think, with I think music Bill, it, you're a rock guy. Oh, well, mostly. I mean, I like everything, but yeah, I'm a little older than you guys, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I take it even more old school. Yeah, <laughs> I've been listening to a bunch of Marvin Gaye lately. Okay, oh, there we go. That's that's baby making I wasn't, gonna, I wasn't yeah. gonna say that I listened to it until he said that. Yeah, that's yeah, even yeah, though I'm the uh, youngest one here, I, I listen to that too. I just saw this really cool doc on uh, I think it's on Apple 1971, the year that changed music, mm. and I never even thought about how many just crazy amazing albums came out in just a few month period it's, mm-hmm. it's a neat documentary and then i'm thinking about all these songs and albums i hadn't listened to in a while so i've been like stuck in that loop for a couple weeks it's been yeah. pretty fun that's not a bad loop to be in man nah. no so how's the uh how's social media treating you guys like you know jumping Dude, on and the support has been unbelievable yeah like unbelievable man i believe and, you. Uh, yeah and it goes back mm-hmm. to what we were talking about a while ago about picking a, i think the best spot yeah out of anything that's available that fourth corner <laughs> yeah so um man i was going back and forth back and forth my initial everybody i think initials like thought when they want to open a business is like what's the busiest fastest growing place so obviously i, I think a lot of people think of lumberton yeah and uh i think uh, i think lumberton could support a brewery but then i think lumberton I hope I don't get my ass kicked for this. Uh, I think Lumberton crowd, just a little bit different crowd, maybe like they, uh, I think they're like, a they wake up and go to work and they don't get home. And I don't, I don't think they're really the crowd that goes out and drinks a whole lot. Yeah. Cause uh, my mom out. lives over there and, uh, that's just the vibe I got. I could be completely wrong. For sure. No, it just seems like a, it's a growing community, but no, I get that a hundred percent. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like, you get up, go to work, you come home, chill with the kids, go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Rinse, repeat. Yeah, you know I'm not saying? saying that Bridge City is not like that, but I lived in Bridge City for about four years, and uh, I lived in this super fancy neighborhood, and I really thought the neighbors were going to be kind of stuck up and stuff, you know, because that's the vibe that comes with that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And all the neighbors were, like, so freaking down to earth, so chill, so cool. And actually, a lot of them had migrated from, like, Needleland, Port Natchez area over to Bridge City. To BC, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and I got the know the community a little better and then i start paying attention to the traffic flow through there yeah. and then you start paying attention to how much so we were just talking about yeah he like he we, literally just mentioned we, that. before y'all got here i was just saying how there because there's some business venture i was gonna or still plan on doing in the future in bridge city and i was like they have that main road and yeah. then there's all the especially with that new plant that they're building everything is coming through these the that one uh, what are they called Texas avenue or whatever that yeah, one Texas main avenue. that one main street yeah there's so much uh like traffic flow and really just like i've spent my entire life in orange bridge city area yeah and so like i can tell you personally that that area craves something to do right they're craving something absolutely one thousand percent right that's i'm never mind i'm not gonna say what i was gonna say but (laughs) but they need something to do yeah the kids have too much free time as well i'll just say that kids have way too much free time people just want anything to do they're just anytime that's why 
anytime something new shows up, it's flocked to. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. When when the Chick Fil A and Orange opened up, it was pathetic. It's Chick Fil A. Yeah. Everybody's had Chick Fil A. People were waiting Absolutely. hours. It was so it was so bad. You could have driven to Beaumont, got Chick Fil A, and got fir- back. That home. was my first thought. Like, bro, I could drive to Houston and back. And yeah. you'd still be in that line. That's insane to me. So the, where the Chick-fil-A was, where the Chick-fil-A is in orange, probably maybe a half mile down is, um, or not a half mile, maybe a quarter mile down is uh, H-E-B. Yeah. People were in front, the line was in front of H-E-B. Wow, that's insane. Crazy. Waiting for Chick-fil-A. I was like, you even... We've all had Chick Fil A. Yeah, <laughs> we know. yeah. You, you, it's you the same think thing. It was like this brand new thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not some new restaurant. Yeah, it, I know better than to go to a place like that on opening day. Oh, it's, yeah. even it's even like opening week. I don't think I would even attempt to go there. I, I waited till it showed up, but it, it just it just goes to my point. Like that's something that is everywhere. Yeah, Chick Fil A is everywhere, and people still gravitate towards it because it's new. Yeah. So what yeah. y'all are doing in a place like Bridge City is a perfect setup for. Six, for yeah. a fast start, are you guys ready for that? Are you ready for that crowd? <laughs> man, I've like been mentally preparing myself, my man. <laughs> yeah, for I've actually been trying to do this brewery thing for over a year and a half now. Uh, okay, yeah, this ain't something that I just like had an idea about six months ago or eight months ago and to do it. This is like a a year and a half thing. Mm. Uh, he'll tell you we actually look at multiple buildings. Deals fell through. Uh, this one building we thought was going to be a I literally had the uh, deposit in my hand, drove to go meet the dude in Houston to go sign the lease, get a deposit. Right before I got there, he said, never mind that uh, he didn't, he wasn't going to lease it to us, that he had someone else that was going to lease it. Uh, Yeah. For another business, because he wasn't too keen on the idea of having a a brewery. Brewery there. Yeah. Yeah. He he wasn't big, I guess, on alcohol and stuff, which whatever. Teaching his own. But, uh. Yeah, but it all worked out great because the building we have now yeah. is awesome. It has good ceiling height. It's got good bones. It's open. It's huge. You know what's crazy? Like, me and my girl, we always passed that building. Mm-hmm. And she would always say, like, something. someone needs to put something here. Yeah. You know, like, something yeah. needs to be built there, you know, or yeah. replace, you know, what it was. Yeah, and you know? uh, I, I knew that building was available, but the thing I didn't like about it, it's kind of tough to get in and excuse me, get in and out right there. Yeah. And uh, then I found out that the city is putting in a new road that comes off of Texas Avenue. Mm. And if you, so we're like next to CVS. So there's yeah. a road that runs in between that. So they're coming off the main road and it's running around this piece of land and it's going to connect between mm. the road between me and CVS. Okay. So it'll be an easier exit and yeah. entry point. Yeah, but you know, you can also just drive through CVS parking mm. lot and yeah. <laughs> honestly easy too. Yeah. But what that didn't concern me too much though. Cause what I found and I, and Bill can probably attest to this. Uh, there's literally breweries out in the middle of freaking nowhere. And if the vibes mm-hmm. are good and the beer is good, yeah. man, people are going to go to it. They're going to flock to it. Yeah, they for are. sure. Well, for sure. but the, the thing is because a brewery business is not something that, like, if you're going, if you're looking for a pharmacy or a gas station, yeah. you see one, you're like, oh, there's one. And yeah. you pull in and get, if you're looking for to go to a brewery, yeah. you're going to, you're going to search it. Yeah. And you're going to go to where it, where it's at. 100%. It's a destination business. Yeah, 100%. It's not like it's not like something that you're like, oh, there's food. Let me pull in and get it. You're not yeah. just driving and you find a brewery. Right. You're seeking it out. Right. So they're right. going to find true. you. Yeah. The, the location is kind of secondary. You're, they're going to find you. Yeah. And, man, it goes back to how much support 
we've got i didn't think we were gonna get that much support yeah and i've literally had people they'll call me because just my regular cell phones listed right now uh, until we get like a, a business phone. business phone yeah yeah and there's people who call me non-stop hey are y'all open yet hey are y'all open yet hey are y'all oh, open great. yet Damn, yeah so it's awesome. like a, yeah it's an awesome feeling it's great yeah. and yeah everything's uh good on support side i think we're gonna kill it oh definitely and we're definitely gonna kill and looking it. into bridge city you know there's nowhere where you can go and sit down and have a beer and watch like a a, a football game or anything. For sure you, you can't yeah. do it and i don't want to be like a sports bar but I definitely would like to. We are going to have some TVs, and you'll you'll be able to go in and watch if Astros go to playoffs. Like people, this can be that y'all yeah. gonna be the spot. Yeah, right. yeah. If we'll, y'all, if we'll y'all be the have spot the game, Orange County, yeah, y'all gonna be sure. the spot. Sure. And then not only Orange County, but uh, and when I say Orange County, I'm talking Vider, Orangefield, Orange, yeah. and Bridge City. But uh, another one that I actually didn't think about until after the fact, just I thought about as I was driving, is uh we're gonna get a lot of Groves people. Absolutely, because you know, yeah, right uh, across the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people I know that live in Groves. Our brewery will actually be closer for them than yeah. some of the other breweries. Yeah. So that's where that's where I'm at. So you know, what I'm saying I'll be, also be new. traveling across the bridge yeah. right to you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. man. You know what? And uh, I think Groves could support a brewery too. Believe it or not, you think so? Yeah, man. Their population is huge. Yeah, and it's it's steady growing you know what i'm saying like that yeah. area is just like populating like yeah, crazy yeah and uh, i think like if you did like a small like nano brewery yeah i, I think you, they groves could uh support one but uh but yeah man out of everywhere i i saw i saw the the stuff saw the money flow I, and britsy's growing man yeah. like mm -hmm. uh so i'm like really good in man the there's city. traffic there now <laughs> yeah yeah you know <laughs> that plant's gonna make it uh, not I don't want to say worse because all it's going to do is help it grow. Yeah. But that plant that they're building is going to bring more people. It's, oh, it's and I don't know huge. if you know this. There's yeah. actually two big expansions. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be the Chevron expansion. Yeah. And then uh, Energy is going to do their big, you know, it's like over a billion dollar expansion, <laughs> which is right there off of 1442. Yeah. And right Britain. there at, uh, it's like 73 and I guess 69, 96. I get it confused all the time. They're changing that up as well. That yeah. uh, clover leaf or whatever yeah, it is yeah, yeah. to like an interchange. That's type type deal. a cluster, man. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I just I just went through that earlier today, bro, and it was already it's already getting congested and yeah, it's gonna be hell for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But and I think it's going to help the traffic flow and. And they claim that uh, they want like a bunch of traffic going down Jimmy Johnson, mm. and man, Jimmy Johnson's like how I get home. Like I drive that way. I, I live in Port Natchez behind yeah. Rural Cajun Restaurant. Oh, no okay. Division back there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's my way home. Nine times out of ten, man. Yeah. I don't. I don't look forward to it. But nah, it's gonna be hell. <laughs> but all good, man. Hey, I've been saying for a long time. Uh, we need upgraded highway infrastructure around here. Yeah. Because our area has grown so much. Uh, it's our, crazy our current roadways can't support the amount of traffic flow right now. Mm -hmm. Right. It's crazy how much it's growing. Like I, you know, again, like I love Houston. But every time I'm in Houston now, I just feel so fucking overpopulated. Yes. I don't like being there long, mm -hmm. but it's like all that traffic is moving out to the yeah, outskirts. Yeah, for sure. You know, people are coming this way. And you know, like they say, like, you got to drive to Houston, like, before this time or that time. Yeah. To, yeah. To miss. So anyways, but those times are even getting bad now. There's no time the, to drive yeah. in Houston. There's, a, there's like a mental preparation you have to do, or at least I have to do. Like whenever I'm like, all right, we're going into Houston. Yeah. You're going to have to get over quick. If there's a little space, you better fit in there because, like, people are, like, like compared to around here. Yeah. Everybody around here, sometimes they'll give you the little wave, no, let you come over. In Houston, they're like, you better fucking make it. 
You better hope you can fit because I'm not stopping. Yo, well, yeah. this is there's like, like zero my, fucks given. No, yeah. they, drive it's there. all about them. They're yeah. like, I'm going. He's like my Formula One buddy. We watch Formula One together. Yeah. Dude, I think I'm a F1 driver when I'm in Houston. You have to. You got both hands <laughs> on the wheel. Yeah, I just... think I'm Hamilton, bro. Like, I'm just, yeah, like, so Bill, yeah, he currently, or he did live in Lake Charles. Uh, long story short, driving Lake Charles is even a hassle, man, with all really? the road work and stuff and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's tough, man. The ten is such a cluster. Yeah, man, it is. But you know, it's all good. Uh, I try to think positive every time I get in those bad situations of traffic and stuff. Yeah, some people get pissed off and stuff, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, what can you do? All I can do is get rich and buy a helicopter one day, and I don't have to fuck with all that. (laughs) Yeah, man, it's gonna happen. With uh, you said you do multiple hustles, huh? You do like multiple. Yeah, man. So. I guess, you know, give a little background on myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah we, a, we skipped that part, bro. Yeah. I got excited about the brewery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All good, all good. Uh, yeah, man. Grew up in a small town. You've probably heard of it called Sabine Pass. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, man, grew up poor. Uh, mom, dad, you know, I got a brother and sister. And uh, down in Sabine, there's not a whole lot to do down there as far yeah. as work. So my dad's a shrimper. And we didn't make a lot of money and blah, 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 so forth. So anyways, um, yeah, that, I worked when at a young age. I was working in shrimp boats at 11. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I always worked. I was, uh, my aunt worked at Sartan Seafood actually over here in Beaumont. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I'd like ride with her on the weekends when I was like 12 to yeah. go bust tables. I'm pretty sure that wasn't legal, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah, uh, had to get it. <laughs> yeah, man, and uh, that's how I bought my school clothes and all yeah. that stuff. So I've always been hungry and I've always liked money. And uh, yeah, then right after high school, man, I everybody, a lot of my friends went to college. I couldn't afford to go to college. Yeah. So uh, I said, fuck going to college. You know, yeah. uh, I know my work ethic will outpace their absolutely their college degree and their and i'm their, in the and same boat, dude yeah mm-hmm. yeah same. so uh man i got this job working for an oil company uh worked out there for like four years and that's tough work man that's like a young man's work and uh i killed it out there man like right after high school i was making like 70 and 80 grand a year very next mm. year I made like 110 grand a year <sighs> yeah i was killing it for a young guy and i was back in like 2006 2007 damn so i was killing it yeah yeah, and then uh, I got to mess with my family. I was like, man, something's got to give. I got to get back working home, close to home. So uh, I worked for a company called Motiva. Yeah. I worked for them for about 10 and a half years. And uh, that life gets old, man. Let me yeah. tell you. It's like routine. It seems mm-hmm. repetitive. Yeah. 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 And, and not shitting on it because without working there, I couldn't even be where I'm at right now. Yeah. So, man, I worked there and like about four or five years into it, it's like I go go to work come home go to work come home go to work. and i'm just sitting on a couch one day i was like man there's gonna be fucking more to life than just <laughs> yeah. this like yeah. i there, it, it can't just end this way right and right. uh so i was like you know what i'm gonna start trying to do a side hustle so during the summer times i'd work for home builders and all this stuff and do remodels and whatever anyways so i started a little construction company we started off doing little nice. remodels and stuff and then it grew in the houses and then it grew in doing the commercial stuff and then nice. it just grew and grew and grew and then uh so like three or four years later i was making probably triple the money doing construction than what i was at motiva yeah um i cannot work for nobody like i cannot Same. do it i have to work for myself i don't like that ever since i was a kid i don't like being told what to do yeah it's just how i am I guess I'm stubborn like that. I don't know. But uh, anyways, 
uh, I, I've always learned. I, I heard you mention uh, Grant Cardone. Yeah, that dude like changed my whole way of thinking Bro. about stuff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like I don't give a shit about yeah. fancy cars, clothes, mm, Rolexes. No. Like I don't, no. I don't care about none of that shit. Me either, dude. Most <laughs> of my clothes are either given to me for free or I buy them from Walmart. Like I yeah. don't, I don't care. Straight dude. up, yeah. And uh, yeah, I listened to Grant Cardone, and then I was like, you know what? He's right. I can't get rich yeah. working for anybody else. And I get it, man. Like you are the plant. They're really good jobs. You yeah. get paid really well. Uh, they have great. They call them benefits. benefits yeah. yeah, benefits is <laughs> bullshit, by the way. But anyways, uh, that's a whole nother. I can talk about that all day. But yeah, uh, like Grant Cardone said, man, you work your whole life away. Yeah. And at the end of that life, you know, how much do you really have in retirement? Like, exactly. I, I know a lot of guys retired from Motiva. They left with anywhere from $1 million to $1.7. And uh, man, I just it is a lot of money, but it's not a lot of money after right. all that time. For sure. So, you know, just adding on to what you said, man, like, you know, just coming up in, uh, you know, in Orange, Little Cypress, a lot of my buddies, you know, now they work in the plants, stuff like that, you know, great for them, you know, but I was yeah. always one of those people. I can't mm-hmm. do that. I can't have a routine like that. And I can't allow someone just to like tell me what to do and dictate my life for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have to be able to have that freedom. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. whatever I have to do, if I have to eat shit and work 10 jobs to do that, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, you know what sure. I'm saying? Because at least it gives me, you know, it gives me that freedom that I want. You know what I'm saying? Being able to create my own schedule or, you know, just live, you know, the life, live my life the way I want to live it. You know what I'm saying? As opposed yeah, to absolutely. this routine, repetitive schedule. Yeah. And I got that vibe from from Bill. And Bill kind of made it known. He's like, man, I just, I just want ownership. You know, right. I want ownership. Mm, straight and, up, uh, yeah. And Bill, Bill's, I mean, he's going to be his own boss. I mean, honestly, when we go into it, I'm probably going to be Bill's bitch. Let's be real about <laughs> it. Like, I'm going to be, Bill's going to be like, Donnie, get that grain. And I'll gladly get it because, man, I, I respect the hell of this guy. He, uh, you know, for a guy that's been brewing the way or how long he's been brewing for. Yeah. And he's still in the game after all this time. And, uh, and uh, so many people know this guy in the brewing community. It's unreal, man. I, I meet so many people <laughs> and they're like, you got Bill Mungai as your brewer? I was like, yeah. They're like, dude, that's incredible. Like, y'all's beer is going to taste so damn good. Yeah. So yeah, I feel, I feel, shit. yeah, I feel Bill has that same mentality. Like, you know, he wants to make his own schedule, do his own thing. You know, hey, if yeah. he wants to fuck off for two weeks and get paid, he can do it. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, because um, you know he's going to get it done. Yeah. He, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and, and vice versa. But yeah. yeah, man. So I got tired of that plant life. Uh, yeah. I didn't give a shit about the benefits and all that. And uh, so parted ways. And man, it's been awesome ever since. Yeah, I can do what I want when I want, how I want, and no one can give me shit about it. And honestly, and I'm still friends with everybody I graduated with. And they they even tell me, dude, we went to college all this time. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like it was like a waste. Yeah, and I'm sure, like, you know, all you know, all your buddies, you know, same with my buddies, Cade's buddies, like, mm-hmm. they they want to be able to do what we're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, create their own schedules, you know? Yeah. It's like it's, you get it's sucked tough. into this lifestyle. It's tough because, like, now in school, like, high school, for one, they expect you to know what you want to do whenever you get out. They're expecting you to know what you want to go to college for. They only push college on you. No one, no one in high school. 100. Yeah, no 100%. one. No teacher in high school or I'm not going to say none because I'm sure there's a couple cool ones out there, but most high school teachers and counselors are not going to say, you know what, for what you want to do, college is probably not for you. Yeah. You probably need to, to 
figure out a game plan and pursue your your passion they all push college push college push college i saw the other day it said that an average four-year degree now takes 40 years to become profitable dude i can believe it i I can believe it man uh when i was in high school man and sabine passed school the academics were pretty great they're awesome and uh, the staff there was always pretty cool. But at the same time, you know, every school has got a counselor. And that counselor, they just push college, push. Mm-hmm. Dude, when it was all said and done, the day before <laughs> graduation, the counselor had me feeling like a piece of shit, man. Let me <laughs> tell you. Because she's like, yeah, Donna, you're probably not going to get into a college. Oh. And, let, me, let me go ahead and tell you, man. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit and say I was a smart guy and made perfect grades in school. Yeah, no. But my my mindset was. How's this gonna fucking help me make money? Right. Like, how's this gonna? It's not gonna real life situations. (laughs) You know, like I'm not gonna make money doing this. It just I knew it. Like I I knew I wasn't. And then I got this person sitting here, and man, hey, I respect the fuck out of teachers. Like to go in there, and I feel like they have a passion and love for it, and that's cool. But don't sit here and make me feel like shit and tell me I'm not gonna be successful when you're sitting here making you know fifty thousand a year, which I think teachers should actually make. A lot more money, because sure. man, yeah. you know, oh, putting but, up with kids like me, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's yeah. a couple teachers now. I need to go back and give a couple bucks to. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, but then man, there was a, but those. There was also the same teachers like that was cool as hell to me, yeah. right? And they're like, Donnie, listen, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. You just gotta put your mind to it, keep your nose clean, and mm-hmm. just roll with it, you know. And yeah, and you'll make life your bitch. Oh. And that's actually exactly what one of my teachers told me. uh you know, a couple of days prior to graduation. Yeah. And uh, so I, I took that with a grain of salt. That's and I a motto, it. man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, like, that teacher right there, uh, super cool guy. I actually still talk to him to this day. But uh, anyhow, yeah, so yeah. I always knew that eventually I would end up doing something or running my own business or whatever it may be. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, that's pretty much it. And now we're doing a brewery, and uh, there's Love that. Me. And... Yeah. Man, like a lot of stuff. My wife, she's a nurse at a federal prison over here in Beaumont. Mm. That's her thing. She's she's a person. She's like, I can't run my own business. I, not she couldn't. She's just like, I gotta have structure. Right. She she's mm. comfortable with. Yeah. It. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Respect so that. She uh, she's like, I just want to go to work, and I'm happy with that. Yeah. I'm, if she's I'm just, happy. It's, I mean. Yeah. It's all that matters. It's all that ma- yeah. Yeah. And that's what was, that's another thing I was going to say. Like, it's still cool if, like, if you want to go to college and oh, yeah. that's your thing and you like your nine to five and you're comfortable. I mean, awesome. For sure. Yeah. That's a, I'm glad you said that, you know, because I always get on here and I don't want people to think I'm like, fuck college, fuck yeah, college. Yeah, 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 you sure, know, yeah. it's not like that. You know, yeah. it's just not for me. You I'm know? just saying that I, I honestly feel you have a better chance of becoming rich. If you just put in the work and for sure and say fuck college and that's that's why that's why like I towards the end of towards the end of high school for me I was kind of panicking because everybody was talking about what they're gonna like some people were like I'm gonna go work at the plant that my dad works at and I was like I don't want to do that that sounds like it sucks yeah and other people knew what they were going to school for and I was like fuck I don't know what it I don't know know it's anxiety man yeah Yeah, I was feeling stressed out and then but one thing that I, I found out like literally it was like may it was like when school was about to end i realized i was like you know what it doesn't matter what i want to do because i know i'm gonna outwork every single one of these motherfuckers here <laughs> yeah. there's no one that works that will work harder than me yeah work ethic if, goes a long especially ways. if somebody says like you can't do that i'm like oh, oh, man. oh you're fucked that's you just, fuel you, you played yourself because yeah. now because now i'm gonna make a point to do it right you right. know it's fuel to the fire right yeah there. it's man they uh yeah i'm not dogging college at all it's like you said, it's not for me. Right. One right. thing that I have 
experience personally, like with my girlfriend, that scares me for a lot of people. And this is why I don't like how how much they push college is because she went to school, got came out of high school, thought she wanted to be a dental hygienist. That she thought her whole life. She's like, I want to go to school and be a dental hygienist and all that stuff. And then she got her degree, found out it's super competitive to get in that around here. Yeah. Finally got a job at a dentist office to where she can squeeze in when somebody leaves. And she's like, oh, I fucking hate it. And yeah, I was like, well, that, well, now you have student all those student loans that you got to pay back. Yeah. You wasted all those years where that could have those four years, or whatever, could have been experience in something you have a passion for. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But instead, you just you kind of pissed away the, all the four years and thousands of, of dollars. Yeah. yeah, man. And another thing. Uh, and again, I'm not I'm not pissing on college. Okay, <laughs> but hear me out. Uh, colleges make it difficult. Like yeah, yeah. why? So if you're going to school, I'm just throwing something out there. If you're going to school to be a, a brewmaster, okay, yeah. all right, you go to school to be a brewmaster. Well, you're not just going to go to school to be a brewmaster. They're going to want you to take like an art class, a speech class, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff that doesn't even pertain to brewing to whatsoever. Brewing, right? <laughs> like I never understood that. Like just man, so much more people would go to college and, and get out of college, and there'd be more in the, in the workforce if they would just stick straight to the subject, no right. bullshit. Just a lot of people, they hate dealing with that. Yeah, well, yeah cut well, the and, shit. <laughs> and a lot of people, and you worked in plants, so I don't, I don't know exactly what you did, but like a buddy of mine was, he went to school to be a process operator, uh-huh. or whatever, and he said he got it, got his job, and they're like, throw that out the window. This is how we're doing it. Yes, mm. and one thousand percent correct. Really? Yeah. And they and he said like basically everything he learned in school was a complete waste of time, dude. Because they told him how they wanted to do it. It's yeah, crazy. I was one of the only people who did not have a college degree when Hell I worked yeah. there. <laughs> Just the only reason I got the job is because in the interview, I fucking killed the interview. I was a good bullshitter. And <laughs> you, yeah, that, I mean, that's what it was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was the only person without a college degree. But like you said, like if you want to go to college to be a brewmaster, how much more beneficial would it be to go to school, take fucking science and math classes and all this bullshit that really... You might take a couple things with you over. Right. Would you rather do that for four years or would you rather spend four years with Bill? Yeah, I'd yeah spend that's right. Most, you know most, what I'm saying? Uh, most brewing education is more of a um, like apprenticeship right. type right. thing. Like your trade, like your you know your trades, like uh, carpentry and plumbing and that sort of thing. It's more it's right. more along that lines. There are some colleges that offer programs, and there's some short, um, very specific courses you can take. Programs you can take, like Siebel in Chicago. That'll just put you in a in a place and give you just you just learn brewing, but oh you know the problem with a lot of those types of educations you're in a a forty million dollar brewery where you run everything from a computer panel, mm-hmm. yeah. you know which is great and there's a lot of people doing that there are a lot of jobs in that way but for all all these small breweries I mean you're crawling around on the ground yeah getting sweaty and dirty yeah. and something breaks in the middle you can't call ma- the maintenance department right like you're in the <laughs> middle of stuff you're about to lose two thousand dollars on this batch of beer if you don't fix it now yeah. so you're all you're in the back with wrenches and yeah you know trying not to get electrocuted and <laughs> yeah but that's so, that seems stuff you know? being like hands-on though seems so much more beneficial than right right especially because like let's like another thing that we all what we've all seen is you get you get you know whatever education is or you go to apply for a, some job and then it says three to five years uh 
of rec- of experience required. And you're like, motherfucker, how was I supposed to get? Yeah. <laughs> how was I supposed to get three to five years of experience? I, 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 I worked in technology um, for a long time, and I remember like when when web pages were coming out, they'd be like, "We want ten years experience," and it's like, man, people have only had web pages for two years. How? Yes, yeah. insane. How can yeah. I go back in no time sense. and make web pages when there were <laughs> and you, there weren't web pages? Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It's so weird. <laughs> it seems like the hands on just. Do it yourself. Seems like YouTube University is the best place YouTube to go. YouTube University. I will preach that shit oh, till my, my last See, day you, on earth. I feel like you can learn so much. <laughs> not so much more, obviously, but yeah. like you could learn the basics. Find somebody like Bill if that's something that you're wanting to do. Right. Like, look at it this way. So, teachers nowadays, we were talking about teachers, right? A teacher makes just say forty, fifty thousand dollars in like in a school. She can get on YouTube and teach the same shit get a following and probably make double that you know yeah. what i'm saying if she does it right absolutely it's insane it you is know? insane man it's it's super insane man if that teacher gets an only fans i was just thinking the same. <laughs> she my, makes some bang. Like, oh that's like a game changer yeah. i was just thinking if she posts her feet on only fans man i have told my wife to do that i was like doing only fans my wife's like a smoke show okay and she was like yeah i'm probably not gonna do that i was like you don't even have to get naked just like There's... walk to the refrigerator in like a nightgown i was like some weirdo will pay you like five exactly. bucks there, there are like post girls selling bath water and shit you know what i'm saying it's crazy i know this girl who's making over a hundred thousand dollars a month with feet pictures but she'll get she'll get special requests like this like she'll get guys who want to see like her um like step in mud or like <laughs> so weird. or like step on like birthday cakes and shit so and she's it's like crazy. 500 bucks and they'll send her 500 bucks and she's like i guess i'm going to buy a birthday cake to rub my feet in Jeez. but i mean hey I'd rub my feet in a birthday cake for five hundred bucks Absolutely. if that was my if that was my job. I'd moonwalk on that shit, oh, bro. Dude, <laughs> ten, minutes, ten minutes. I live right by Market Basket. Just... Absolutely, yeah. That's a that's a no brainer. Yeah, we live in a crazy time. Man. <laughs> I do. was just speaking to, uh, to a buddy of mine about I don't know much about NFTs and shit uh, or like the metaverse. Yeah, there was a guy that paid like four hundred thousand dollars to be Snoop Dogg's neighbor yes. in the metaverse. Dude, I'm like, <gasps> what? I'm obsessed with this metaverse thing. Really? Yeah, like I'm. Currently looking to buy plots of land in the metaverse right now. Yeah, it's bro, it's crazy. It's, it's gonna it, take it's off. In, it's insane. Uh, it's already taken off. It, it is, but it it ain't in the next like ten years. Yeah, I think it's gonna we're gonna live in a whole totally different world. Well, what's crazy is I, I never understood why people were so addicted to this virtual reality way of life, but that's why they're making so much money. It's all about money, at the end right? Of the day. Hey, absolutely, you're making so much money off it's all this about shit. Money. That's why you know. Yeah, nobody cares about the the bullshit they tell themselves yeah. like if you if you listen to even like mark zuckerberg and talking about this awesome new great he doesn't give a shit oh, <laughs> oh, he just he just sees the he's money a rolling fucking in. scumbag dude yeah he, <laughs> i don't trust zuckerberg yeah. at all dude, i think he's a fucking robot have you ever seen some of his interviews i think we i think we talked about this a while back yeah. he's like he is like he's so smart he has like no like social skills it's the same with elon and so oh but elon is like he's like tony stark He's he's yeah, like he's our modern day Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and he like he's still kind of cool. Like, but you heard him in the Joe Rogan interview. It like takes him a while to respond because he's right. like the way he processes he's like things. Processing it. But like yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, when he says things, it's like he try. It's like he's trying to say the right thing. He's like, I like surfing and you're like what is <laughs> yeah did you just short yeah. out just now what happened yeah yeah he's, <laughs> he's a different dude man but he's another one hey he said fuck college. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and look at dude, they're all they're all like that. The richest people in the world all said fuck college. Oh, yeah, he did have sure. the most baller move though. I will, I, I don't like him, but I will appreciate the fact that his neighbors complaining. He's like, cool, I'm buying the neighborhood. 
He bought every house in the neighborhood. Bro, he's so, buying. Yeah. The, he's buying so people all of Hawaii. <laughs> that dude, he's buying Hawaii. He's no. He like he keeps adding more and more. Yeah, he owns thirteen hundred acres, God. and I think he just added to that here recently. God. You know, thirteen hundred acres is a lot. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and he could actually buy more if he wanted to. But an interesting stat: right now, Elon Musk could buy Facebook, YouTube. Twitter and everything all at the same time right now if he wanted to. Jesus. Yeah, and I don't know if I saw what his stock <laughs> is doing right now. It is insane. Uh, the Tesla? Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. It, it jumped up like another 120 bucks the other day. God. Yeah, and I think he made, I don't know, I think like another four or five billion overnight. Man, I saw this. Uh, there's like a, <laughs> an addition you can add. I don't know how true it is. It was on this random ass website. It's an addition you can add to the Cybertruck. It's like a little fucking apartment. It's crazy. It's like in a little box. It's, it looks like a coffin that goes in the back of the truck. It comes out, jumps out, and it's like this little home. You know, for and the Tesla truck? Yeah, for the Cybertruck. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, I sent interesting. It, yeah, I sent it to my girl. She's like, what? I'm hopping on the Tesla train soon. I'm getting, the, uh, I'm getting, getting my truck? son the four-wheeler. Oh, okay. nice. <laughs> the Tesla four wheelers, yeah, for yeah. sure. It kind of looks like the Cybertruck, dude. Nineteen hundred bucks. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, let's Why go. <laughs> Have y'all shot the Tesla flamethrower? No. no. Have you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for my wife's thirtieth birthday, this is a year ago, year and a half, two years ago. Anyways, uh, for her birthday, I rented this big venue. We had like this DJ, and this DJ was like, "Hey, you want the flamethrower package?" And I was like. Oh, fuck yeah flamethrower package yes yeah, like, why the fuck <laughs> would i not want a flamethrower like right. hell yeah that sounds like a great idea he's a salesman well i was thinking like it was going to be these like little boxes at the front of this dj booth with little flames yeah, little pyro this dude shows shit. up with the elon musk brand fucking flamethrower <laughs> dude and i was like i'm glad i got in because I, I got insurance on the building yeah so i'm like we're good on that part and had high ceilings dude at the end of the night we were all <laughs> hammered and the DJ thought it was a great idea to bring his flamethrower out. <laughs> Bro, this fucking flamethrower shot flames. It didn't matter how high the ceiling was. Yeah. And my wife, you know, she had a few drinks. She shot this fucking flamethrower. And it was like ceiling tiles like this. And the fire was just hitting it. And we couldn't get it to stop. And <laughs> oh, <my laughs> oh, yeah. God. It was, it was pretty wild, man. That's crazy, yeah, man. Yeah, and think that was... Elon Musk flamethrower. They don't even sell them no more. Yeah, yeah, wasn't it well, part of like the boring company or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. just like decided, hey, I'm gonna sell these fucking flamethrowers. And but he also told people to not buy them, which was he was like, don't buy this. <laughs> people and yeah. they're like, no, we're gonna definitely we're buy buying this shit. <laughs> yeah, that was again, genius, man. That yeah, dude, that dude's so smart. I want a Tesla car so bad. Do you? Yeah, I, I think it's insane how you get like more like horsepower with an upgrade. Yeah, you're like this car is a little slow. Upgrade it to whatever. It just goes faster. It's like, isn't the That's base model insane. zero to sixty in a couple of seconds? Though it's like, yeah, why do you need you, more speed? <laughs> there's you can literally get upgrades for it. If if like that car has an upgrade, yeah, you download it and it will make your car go faster. Ah, Makes yeah. no sense. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I told it's my daughter because she'll be driving here in the next you know two years or so. Like, I just want to buy her a Tesla so I can, like, drive it. Oh, man, you know? that's awesome. Yeah, she's like, Dad, I don't want a damn Tesla. Like, <laughs> I don't want that. She's like, I just want a simple little car. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we can do that, too. But, yeah. <laughs> Let's I want get a, you a simple you sure car you don't and want a Tesla. Tesla. <laughs> no, I told her, I was like, are you sure? Like, you know, fuck. I was hoping she'd want it, but it's all good, though. Bill, what else you got in the bag, man? Um, I got a little Russian Imperial Stout. Yeah. Uh-oh. Let's that's, crack it. It's real fresh. <laughs> it might be a little bit green, but... Can try it out. Boop. 
good. Here, I'll take it. Since now, I got, uh, since I got to miss out enjoy, on the beer this time. Enjoy being young while you can. I, oh, I'm honestly, I'm only 34. I still feel really young. Uh, I got these spurts. Like, yeah, man, you are young. You, <laughs> yeah. I, I I thought of this the other day. Uh, I'm, I'm, I know I'm not the first person to think of this, but I thought about this the other day whenever I was thinking about like, all the things I want to do, like business-wise and all these different ventures I want to go into. And I started thinking about I was like, I'm 26. Yeah, I, could fu- fuck. I, could fuck, <laughs> I could fuck up for the next 10 years and be 36. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I, could f- I could fuck up everything for the next hey, 10 look, years and only be 36. Shit. Grant Cardone was a drug addict and broke at 25. Bro, he didn't uh, really take off until, been, what, his 40s or his, something? His, yeah, it's like his 40s, mid-40s. Yeah, it's crazy, man. And now that man's like, that's one of my go-to guys for, uh, like, motivation. If you need motivation, that <laughs> dude is, like, the king of motivation. That dude is yeah. on another planet of motivation. And he's from Lake Charles. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's from Lake Charles, man. I'm telling you, that dude, like, he's the one who really got me thinking about things. Yeah, yeah. You know what's good, same, about, same what's good about him is, for, for whatever reason, the way he says stuff, like, I think it's maybe because he doesn't hold back and do that, like, professional, let me make sure I don't swear that he just, like, that's what I love like, about it's, it. It's like him and, and uh, Gary V is another one. Gary yeah, some people, just about to say Gary some people don't like him, but <laughs> no like, filter. but the reason I think the reason why like they motivate people the way they do is because they just have a for one they have a good way of making it like very clear what they're saying. Yeah, and they don't filter it. They're like, this is what it is. Yeah, well, go take it or leave it. Did yeah, y'all take see it the uh, the interview with Grant Cardone? On like a Jordan Belfort, that one. No, it, he was actually like on like CNBC or something like a oh, like, don't on like, put one him of, on. like one of those stock market yeah, type yeah, yeah. interviews. Anyways, <laughs> I forgot what he was referencing to. It was either apartment or some sales tack that he had, and they tried to like talk shit to him about it. And he was like, "Listen, I want to be completely blunt. I'm going to continue to use this." And use it, and I'm going to use it like a prostitute till it cannot be used no more. <laughs> and it's going to continue to make me money until it can't make me money no more. I was yeah. like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I was like, "Who says this?" Like, right? He, like, he, he does not care. He doesn't no, give a he, shit. He publicly told everybody how he fucked the IRS out of taxes. He <laughs> yeah, was like, his "Jet?" Yeah, his jet. He was like, "Yeah, I didn't feel like paying this much money, so I was like, let me buy a jet." And I would use it as a tax write off. I only have to use it for. I think he had to fly. Had like he only had to have like two hours on it or, or <laughs> eight. Hours. I forgot how many hours. So he just took a flight, used it, and he's like, "All right, dude." So write many, write that off. Write off. So <laughs> many loopholes on yeah. taxes. There's so much. Oh, yeah. but you have to have the income and the cash flow to mm. take advantage of that. You cannot take advantage of tax loopholes if you're working. Uh, for somebody in a in it for mm. like a, a plant you know you right. cannot do it right. uh man you know hey i i hear these guys i made 170 180 a year yeah man i did too at one time it's awesome to see it on paper but tell me how much you brought home right because right. the time you pay for your 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 benefits and your 401ks and your uh insurance the benefit stuff and your taxes and your social security and blah 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 that shit is dwindled down to nothing it's the middle down to nothing. Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, when people tell me how much money they make, I don't get excited. I'm like, man, I don't care how much you make. Show me what assets you have. Exactly, mm-hmm. man. And, like, it, I love money as well. You know what I'm saying? I could agree to that. But yeah. uh, also, like, it, it doesn't, like, drive. With me, like, I know, and I'm sure it's the same with you, like, 
I can spend whatever and then I could get it right back. If you have yeah. a certain mentality, yeah. you're going to always make money. Yeah, You absolutely. know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I love it, but it's not going to drive me. You know, I can get it back. If I lose it, I can get it right back. Sure. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a certain mentality. I sure. feel like we all have that. That's why I love That's why I'm one of those people who just buy something, like impulse buying, because I'm almost like, I'm, I'm 26. What am I going to do? Never make that money back? It's <laughs> yeah. a thousand. Like, like I just had a thousand dollars stolen from me. I was, I was Shit. like, fuck. Dude. But you know, it's one thing I was like, damn. Yeah. And I was also like, you know what? Speaking of a thousand dollars stolen from you. Did you take it? Did you? <laughs> well, well uh, did y'all see our Indiegogo campaign? Mm-hmm. So we did a, a Indiegogo campaign. Uh, it's still up, by the way. It's running for another, I think, 20 something odd days. Oh, Basically, awesome. most, cool. most breweries do it. Yeah. It's, it's like kind of like a Kickstarter, so we can like. Instead oh of, no! I did see that. Yeah, I did yeah. See that. I think I mentioned Add it. Add fermenters, to you. Uh, raise money to get like a forklift in a warehouse. You know, yeah, whatever. I did see that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like all the breweries pretty much do it. You know, you put your name on the back of a bar stool. Whatever. Yeah, for sure. So anyways, so paid this chick a thousand dollars to like set up a campaign in a go go because it's it's a lot of work, man. Yeah. And I don't have the time to, to fuck with that stuff. So anyways, uh, yeah. So she does all this stuff and she brings it to me and she goes, "What do you think?" I said, "This is fucking awesome." This yeah. like, whole layout's awesome, you know. So, anyways, so it gets going. Did we knock out like what fifteen grand in a matter of like what nine hours, eight wow, hours, yeah. something like that? <laughs> yeah, Crazy. from like businesses putting their, you know, want to put their name on like a table or whatever it is. Yeah. So anyhow, <clears throat> it's going great. I'm all excited about it. Later yeah, I did night. see that, bro. I think we uh we talked about it briefly via uh, yeah. IG. Yes. Yeah. Damn, that's fucking awesome, bro. Yeah. In a matter of hours. Yeah. That shit went. Shoop. Yeah. It did. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, and that's during Christmas time. It was like probably the worst time ever. Right, to yeah, right. I was like, I was, I was thinking ahead. I was like, this is the worst time to do this. <laughs> People were tight. <laughs> yeah, and but the way I marketed it is like, hey, it's Chris, buy a Christmas present for your husband or whoever, right, you yeah. know. So, anyways, back to the the story. So I paid a chick a thousand bucks. You know, everything's awesome. Every, the, the thing's going good. Well, then uh, Gabby calls me, and Gabby's like, hey, Donnie. Uh, I don't know who did your, your Indiegogo, but it's like word for word of our Indiegogo. And I said, damn, for real? And so she sent me screenshots, and I was like, holy shit, man. Damn. Yeah, I was like, damn, guys. I tell you what, let me reach out to the girl who did it, you know, right. whatever. So I reach out to her. I got no response, no response, no response. So I log into Indiegogo. Actually, I had to like reset the password i didn't have the password to it I go reset the password and all this stuff and anyway so this girl paid a thousand dollars to copy and paste it so their much. shit and right. all she did was basically take out buxton and put in hop avenue wow yeah wow so well, probably talk- didn't know you guys are tight you know what i'm saying yeah, like you yeah, and uh I'm buxton like, but it, my thing is actually i was talking to justin That's about fucked it up, though. i was like out of all the breweries to do that to, you had to do it to like the right. one that's like right next to the us. neighbor. <laughs> I was like, man, like how, how dumb can you be? You right, know? right. That's crazy. So, anyways, Damn. uh, the girl finally got a, got in touch with me. We had like fallen out, but you know, she paid me back my money. Good. So whatever, but like I told her, I was like, it really wasn't about the money. It was more of like principle. Absolutely. Because dude, I, like I don't know, like Gabby at Buxton, her work ethic is insane. Yeah. Dude, she is like a fucking beast. She's a killer. Yeah. Uh, she, I know she put a lot of time and energy into that, so that's like where I felt bad about it. Yeah. And, uh, but Gabby was like, man, you know, it is what it is. Don't yeah, worry about it. Yeah, luckily you guys are tight, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. You know? Hey, I felt more bad about that. I wouldn't even worry about $1,000. Yeah. But uh, 
But yeah, the, actually, I was going to name her name on here, but she actually ended up paying me all my money. So oh, I'll, let her, I'll let her slide. Let her yeah, slide. Give her one. Don't let yeah. it happen again, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah let get one. Slide. Yo, how did uh, the name come about? Man, uh, well, whenever we were trying to think of names, you know, thinking of a name of a brewery is a lot harder than you think it would be. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's, fourth, it's, fourth Corner Brewery would have been a sick name, too. So they already have one of those. Really? Yeah. That, was, that was one of my first thoughts. That was one of my first you said thought. that earlier. I was yeah. Like, That's solid. Yeah. No. One of my first thoughts was Fourth, fourth Corner. Corner. Yeah. And Damn. they already have a brewery called Fourth Corner. So. Yeah. And then oh, I was like, Sorry. well, we can do Bridge City Brewing Company. But I was like, ah, eh, it's yeah. kind of. There's already like Nature's Brewing Company, and I didn't really want to, you know, kind of vibe off their stuff or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's simple. It's it's clean. Yeah. Yet it's uh, I always think stuff that's cool always does well. Yeah. And I, sure. I I think over time that may be altered, like maybe like some like a dude with some sunglasses or something. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah. So our brewery is mainly off of Texas Avenue. And there's hops and beer, and I was like, "Fuck it, we'll just call it Hop Avenue." Hop Avenue. And then I, I think I think people's gonna get into a habit of just being lazy with it and calling it Hop Ave. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that sounds pretty. That's cool. pretty cool too. Yeah. yeah so yeah. yeah, let's go to Hop Ave. Is that a Hop Ave beer? It just kind of it sounded kind of catchy. So yeah, for sure. And uh, and I don't know, maybe it sucks. I don't know. I thought it sounded good. Nah, though, it's and, uh, dope, bro. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And, that's, uh, that's cool, man. So my goal this year uh is to have a collab with one of you brewing companies i have so many names and i'm on untapped every day making sure the names aren't taken we got the brucci main i got the brutane clan i got hello brutiful so yes <laughs> morning brew what's edit, up edit that you just, out. yeah you just, <laughs> you just give away all your names <laughs> yeah what's so up? man i have so many freaking good ideas. same similar stuff yeah I have so many good ideas like that uh man and I'm just ex- I'm, I'm excited. Like I think that's like what everybody gets excited about when they yeah. brew- not only like obviously selling your beer, and making money, but it's uh naming your beers and making your beers and seeing how people react to your beers. Yeah, uh, like man, you you go to all the breweries around here and every everybody just like man, this beer is so good. And they're talking to the the brewers or the owners, and you can just see that in the in the face of the owners of the brewers, they're, they're you know they light up. Like it's probably like a great feeling. For sure. I can't wait. To, I'm, I know Bill's definitely had that feeling before. Yeah, because you guys put so much time and effort into it. You know what I'm saying? And creativity. Yeah. So you know, just getting that uh, uh feedback is awesome. Yeah, you know? man. I'm I'm hoping that we could do something just fucking completely different than what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Like. I, I'm talking like a new fucking breed of beer, like a new, something <laughs> completely new. Uh, and I think this guy can do it. Mm, so uh, Urban South Brewery out in Houston. Love Urban South. They're bringing, so you know, they, dude, those like smoothie type beers. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that shit existed until HCX Beer Dude came on the show. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I will drink this at 6 a.m. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, there's like literally no taste of alcohol whatsoever. It's now. crazy, man. Like yeah, it's like a smoothie. Hammered. Yeah. Yeah. And that they're, uh, I think they're, they're like brand or their series is called Sips. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, it's solid, man. Like I like that stuff. I like all beer. Like Me too. I like, Me too. I like traditional I like that stuff. I like the crazy shit. Like I like it all. I like yeah. fuck, I like seltzers. I don't care. Man, I, I like it. If it tastes good to me, I like it. So initially, you know, I, I say this on a lot of episodes. Uh, you know, with the show, I, I thought, you know, let's just have some people come in. I ha- we'll have some Bud Light, Budweiser. We'll shoot the shit, and then I get guys that are actually like connoisseurs in the, you know that lane, 
and you guys have just opened up my eyes into like a whole nother realm you know a whole nother world it's like dude there's more than just budweiser yeah <laughs> dude absolutely you know man. it's craft beer you know uh, i heard y'all say i forgot who you were interviewing uh but back in like high school, that's all you would drink. Right. You know, like yeah. you're growing up going like house parties and stuff. Yeah. I feel like everybody always drinks what their dad drank. Oh, so yeah. My dad sure. always drank Bud Light. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of always what you like snuck first. Like it's there. Let me just. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to miss these two. Yeah. yeah for, for sure. He's like, already even, laid out on the recline. <laughs> even like whiskey, like my dad like would only drink Crown during like the holidays yeah and now i find myself only drinking crown during the holidays, holidays. <laughs> i don't know why man it's so weird uh it's just i don't know i think when you grow up it's just how it is yeah but yeah man i i'm hoping we can do something that's completely different oh, Some, sure. something that people are talking about and I, i'm excited for it like for sure. I, I always want to think outside the box when it comes to that stuff yeah. i'm probably stressing bill the fuck out right now he's probably like fuck <laughs> but, he's the old vet he's like man i got i this. can make anything yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but uh man like i think the one of the biggest beer trends of 2022 and people may think i'm fucking crazy but i, I read up on the stuff a lot i go to a lot of breweries man i think loggers are just fucking killing it for sure yeah loggers are killing it yeah uh, I, I mean ipas are obviously still killing it yeah uh but loggers is like fucking crazy well I, I feel like with uh this is just my opinion with ipa it's like an acquired taste it you know is, what i'm yeah, saying and like sure. lagers like everyone can get around to it you know mm -hmm. everyone can agree with it you know yeah. uh i don't know if bill could add to that or uh, oh, I mean, agree you know, or disagree <laughs> it's uh it's kind of what everyone starts with usually with your macro brews and stuff so it's pretty approachable and uh and the hops and stuff are great yeah. you know and they, a lot of breweries make a lot of money on that but uh it's got a real short shelf life and the, the hazy stuff and all that. And a lot of the fruited beers, like they have to be kept cold mm. constantly. They're only really good for a short window of time where, I mean, a lager is a, it's a slow process and that beer is generally good for a while mm. um, yeah. in the package or, you know, in, in their keg or whatever. And it just, it gets it better even, you know, over yeah. a little bit of time. So yeah, it's a, uh, it's all, it's all good, but I, I love lagers and I love, yeah. I love that that's kind of coming back around again and, getting a little more love yeah yeah lagers are definitely hot commodity and i've seen like fruited lagers they're oh, like shit. yeah they're uh they're on the up and up i think anything also anything fruited like people yeah. love it how do you guys feel about like uh this seltzer wave let me tell you <laughs> so I, I was just about to talk to you about that so from what i so you have like your your mainstream seltzers your your white claw white your claw, truly, truly yeah, yeah. Uh, all that all that stuff and <laughs> you know and i'm and that's not bad whatever a lot of people drink it it's got yeah. i think like it did billions of dollars this last year mm -hmm. in, a, in a market uh, share but uh the seltzers i see becoming more and more popular are like craft seltzers mm. they don't they're not perfectly clear and all that they're uh, like okay. you know like like look at an untitled art. They got smoothie seltzers, yeah, stuff like that, dude. That stuff is fucking killing it killing right now, it, huh? dude. Uh, Buffalo Bayou, yeah, they have some insane seltzers. They have like this uh, Trop Tops or Tropical Top. I, I can't remember the name of it. Sorry, but uh, when you when it pours in a glass, it looks just like the same color as a beer. 
like like have a hazy beer. Yeah, and dude, it's like incredible it's taste. Pretty good. Yeah. It ain't your same same you know clear seltzer. Yeah, it's it's like it's, it's I call them craft <laughs> seltzers. Yeah, and uh, and that maybe ought to be a thing. I don't know. I might need to trademark that. I don't know. But um, but <laughs> yeah, edit uh, that out. <laughs> craft seltzers are huge, man. They're they're getting bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger and bigger, and I see people are getting just crazier and crazier with them. Yeah. So craft seltzers are pretty huge. Yeah. But uh, I, the uh, the other the, the mainstream seltzers they actually drop in sales thirty percent this last year. Oh really? Twenty twenty five to thirty. Okay. Yeah. I don't mind a white claw from here and there, but it's, there's nothing just like a. I can only drink that stuff like if I'm on the beach. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean the for something about the the white claw. Maybe I had the wrong expectation the first time I had one, <laughs> but first time I took a sip of one, it seemed like. I was like, man, this whatever factory this came from, they were running out of flavor because they just had like put a little bit in each of them. You know, <laughs> yeah, like this. It's like there's not a lot. Sprite, to, yeah, it's like a, it's, <laughs> it's like a carbonated oh, yeah. water. That's kind of how I think they they sort of started was just Thank flavored you, alcoholic water, and they, and they were yeah. using a lot of extracts and stuff like that, which is fine and make made a lot of money. But I think what Donnie's talking about with the craft ones, they're starting to really use fruit and yeah. alternative yeasts and. Mm. Um, just yeah. a lot of different, bringing a lot of the aspects from craft brewing into it to make a much uh, better product, yeah. a more handcrafted, more unique product. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, people people like that. Although, man, you know, you go to the store and you see that the claw or the suitcases of macro loggers, man, the price is so good. If you're wanting to get you and 20 buddies drunk, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's the way to save your budget. But yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, and I, people may think that I'm crazy for saying this, but I look at White Claw and Truly and all them as like the the Bud Light of beer. Yeah. You know, they're really popular. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But as this craft stuff starts attacking the scene and this new wild stuff with seltzers comes out, it's going to do the same thing. It's already happening. Yeah. It's attacking the market share. And, uh, and people... You know as well as I know, if you really want to drink something and you really like something, you don't really give a shit how much it costs. Right. You're gonna pay right. for yeah, it. Yeah, when it's your drink, that's yeah, you, that's you, your drink. That's your you thing. don't you don't care. Yeah. It's, now, this is something I was thinking about. Whenever, as far as like when y'all are going to like naming, when it comes to like naming your beers, how how much, if at all, have y'all considered like the area and like making the beers like because it's gonna start here or it's mm-hmm. gonna start in Bridge City. Mm-hmm. So are y'all at all looking at Kind of naming them something relevant to the community to make it that better connection to them. Man, uh, I'm, I'm sure we will on some. So, like, for instance, if we do a red L, the mm-hmm. most logical thing would be to call it Cardinal L. Right. Right. But, um, for, uh, was it Poor Brothers? Mm-hmm. They already, their red L is called Cardinal L. Uh, okay. So, you. you know, like, I don't really want to do that, but yeah. I, I do want to, uh, I do want to make the, the community feel. You know, have that that feel like that connection uh, we, to it. Yeah, the connection to it. It's, sure. all, it's all about finding some unique connections. And for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Sort of things yeah. with the community for sure. But yeah. I also like the idea, and this is how I was thinking of it before uh, Justin and Gabby was talking about it. Like all their beer has kind of a story to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's super cool. And uh, I'm not going to say all our beer is going to have a, the names and have a story to it, but I, that's how I'd like for it to be because I think cool. it's more like personal and. I don't know. I think it's cool. Because it's a conversation piece, too. Yeah. Because sure. that's like um, one of the breweries I went to was um, Eighth Wonder. Mm-hmm. I went to Eighth Wonder one time and they had just this wall of them. And a lot of them were just like silly names that you, you don't really know if there's a, a story to it. Like they had one. I think it had it's like armadillo something. Yeah. I don't remember what it was called. But, but man, shout out to them because like I, I had an idea for the Brewston. 
you know, but they yeah. already have a beard. Eighth Wonder has a beard called the Brewster. Yeah, it's like there's a lot shit. of them that just seem like it seems like just clever names. Yeah, it, you know what I mean. Yeah, which is which is fine because like yeah. you said, it's like I mean, it's kind of a conversation. It's kind of silly. There's one else? that it kind of sounded like a Gatorade or it had like aid in it. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know who else has some pretty cool names? I always thought uh, is Scott Reeves from Struggle Street. Struggle Street. Yeah. Yeah, love Scott. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know Scott. Like, yeah, so I, I know him via Facebook when yeah. we talk, and I've been begging him to come on as well. You know, uh, it's in the works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, I know him via social media. Scott is a trip, man. That dude <laughs> fucking love that guy. Yeah. He, he's super cool. Yeah, I'd say, like, Scott, Justin, and Gabby have yeah. definitely, like, uh, Man, they've like went above and beyond to help me. Well, see, that's badass. You know, you guys are connected to other breweries as well. You know, yeah, uh, the, and in the the area. You know, I local. have probably drove all three of them fucking crazy because dude I'll, I'll dude i'll like text them at like fucking 10 11 o'clock at night yeah hey what do you think of this how about this how yeah. does this work what yeah. should i do what's your experience of this like <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm constantly just picking yeah. their brains for everything they understand they i'm sure yeah they went through the same thing you did yeah for sure for sure and uh yeah so like all three of them man they just spend nothing but help and then even like uh tyler from uh natius man he he's gave me some pretty good feedback on stuff and He's helped me a pretty good bit. Yeah, uh, man. You know, the only people I really don't know is uh, Poor Brothers. The guys from Poor Brothers. Yeah, yeah. I've always heard good things about them. Yeah, uh, I've been over there a few times. I've just I think I've missed them. I've always want to introduce myself to them. Just I missed them a few times. But yeah, I've been over there, man. Uh, sh- one day they had like a really good barrel age. I can't remember what it was. It was super good though. But yeah, I uh, I like to come to Beaumont, but I don't like to come to Beaumont because <laughs> I live in Mid County. Yeah. And, uh, well, we have everything we need over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't yeah, have to. <laughs> yeah. We're about to have a, another brewery over there, you know, in, in BC. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, I feel like when I when I come to Beaumont, I probably go to Struggle Street and I go to Jay Wilson's. That's like my two places. Two spots, yeah. Man, Jay Wilson's beer selection is money. Yeah. Man. I, I haven't been over there yet. Dude, you been there? I, mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. the other day, I tried this beer. I got a picture. I can't remember. It was actually a Chinese brewery. And I sent a picture to Bill. It was like, what was it? Was it a, a L or Lager or Pilsner? It was an L. It was something crazy. Dude, it had like a pine nuts, uh, something in it. It was like the most incredible beer. I, one what? of the most. It, I think it like ranks like in my top 10 for sure. It was so good. Damn. I was so excited about it. I was like, Bill, you've <laughs> got to see this. You've got to try this. I've seen the picture. Yeah, Jay Wilson's is never a letdown whenever yeah. it comes to their beer. I mean, their food's great too, but. I don't really ever go to eat. I just go to drink. Um, well, you guys uh, serve, are you serving food at the? Yeah, we are going to serve food. We're currently working on our menu. Um, so I overthink everything. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So I really want to do, uh, I really want to do pizza, but yeah. me overthinking, I don't want to just do pizza. Right. I want to do like true authentic wood burning oven pizza. Oh, yeah. like, you know, that's how I think about things. For sure. For like sure. I some brick oven, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then like. I also want to incorporate tacos in our brewery. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that'd, that'd be a game changer right there. Yeah, yeah for sure. So. But I'm yeah. like talking like the good, like, you know, brisket tacos. Yeah, like yeah. street tacos. Yeah, like street tacos. Street Not tacos. like yeah. big and overfilling. Mm-hmm. But like you pay like, like little joints. You yeah, you know? pay like eight bucks and you get like four or five little tacos, yep. you know? Like yep. the real street tacos. Yeah. That's like, I think that's one thing that, which uh, we'll go ahead and get into this. I was going to, um, I think it's one thing that what I enjoyed about Eighth Wonder yeah. was that they had food trucks in the back. 
Mm. Yeah, they had they had a bunch of food trucks. They had all these different options. So that's what I was gonna ask y'all. Like, I don't know, I don't know about y'all setup or anything. We're gonna have a kitchen. I didn't, I didn't even know this was happening until last night. He texted me. He's like, "Dude, come <laughs> hop on." Yeah. Um, but like, so what? Like, what kind of environment is y'all's brewery set, kind of set up as? Because like Eighth Wonder, if you have you been there? Before? Yeah, yeah. So you know, in, in the back of that one, they have like cornhole washers, like benches, like. What's y'all set up? Yes. Kinda, what are y'all kind of going for? Yeah, so uh, I think it's going to be like that modern industrial. Just nice. something fresh and cool and hip, you know? Yeah. Um, something, I guess, bright, not too dark. I don't know if that's a good way to explain it. I know what you mean, though. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but yeah, well, actually, we'll Not have, like a bar? Huh? I said not like a like yeah. bar where you... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll actually have a shuffleboard, because a shuffleboard is awesome. Yeah. We'll have golden tea because everybody likes golden tea. Everybody everyone. likes golden tea. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely have cornhole on the patio, stuff like that. And then I think, like, at some of the tables, do, like, some table games because table games are cool and people yeah. seem to get drunk and play those and like them and oh, yeah. whatever. But, yeah. Even if they're not there, like, to play the game, eventually yeah. you've had enough drinks, you're like, hey, give me this fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See what I can do. Yeah, it well, just adds to the yeah. environment, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or the atmosphere. But yeah, definitely. Just I just want to make it a fun environment, man. Yeah. I, like when people in Bird City come in, I want them to, when they leave there. I want them to say that was the best fucking experience I've ever had, and right. I cannot believe this is in Bird City. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what I want them to think. Like I think hospitality is like it's it's an awesome thing, and I'm like so pumped up for it because I'm one of those people. Like me, like my wife like gets on my ass about it, but like I probably overhelp people too much. Like yeah. I help, I go above and beyond uh, more than what I should. And uh, I'm like excited to actually be able to like, I guess you know, serve people in that yeah. setting. Yeah. Um, I, I'll go to places, and when I'm at places, I'll see someone's drink empty. For instance, I get fucking stressed out because I'm like, why the fuck is the server not checking on? Me? Right, right. And you, you like know? can't stop seeing it. You just keep yeah, checking yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So man, I get like, I don't know. It's like like an OCD, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I know, like for instance, man, Buxton. They have their fucking service down on point. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're like the pinnacle. Like, instead of like going to the bar having to order beer, why not have some people floating the floor and going sure. asking people checking if they want on beer. people? Yeah, you know, like you're gonna for one, people are gonna be happier, and yeah. two, you're gonna sell more fucking beer for sure. It's like yeah. a no brainer. Yeah. So like, I can't wait to, you know, incorporate that in our brewery and and just provide awesome customer service. Like, I think that's like. Obviously, you gotta have great beer. Your food's gotta be good, but I think service is just as important as absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I agree, hundred percent. Especially in a day where there's Google reviews and Yelp. Oh yeah. man, and it's crazy. You can have fifty good reviews, and that one piece of shit review yeah. is gonna <laughs> yeah. drive you nuts. It kills you. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I've thought about it. Like, I think about this all the time. I'm like, I know there's gonna be that one bad review. I just know it. There's nothing to do to stop it. No. Yeah, but. You know, it's like, what are you going to do to fucking make it better? Right, yeah. right. There's no sense in crying about it or bitching about it. Like, you got to keep pushing. Yeah, you keep pushing and make it better. Yeah. And uh, and whatever happens to that person, you just make it up to them. And, yeah. Uh, you know, that's all you can you do. You also can't always, you can't listen to them. Most yeah. Of them. Right, like, right. Like any, like, and I told you this, like, I've gotten messages, people weren't happy about shit I said on my podcast. And I was like, oh, all the time. And at first, like, all the, the time, first dude. two of my, I would like try to explain myself or apologize. I'm like, you know, I didn't know you existed until now. So fuck it. I just told That's him awesome. in a text, like, I, you know, I told you I'm having fun with this shit. I've always yeah. had fun with it, but I used to like try to not get too crazy with the shit I'd say. And I don't give, I don't care anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I you think gotta because have, your audience knows you. That's the thing. Right. You got to have fun with 
messing with it, yeah. you know? That's like, what I was most impressed about with your stuff and what I noticed, especially when I start talking about COVID conversations. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I wanted to see where they went because that's actually like a, I feel like a sensitive subject to yeah, some people. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, Which it shouldn't uh, be, but me, that's our I, And society. honestly, I don't, it's turning like a political debacle yeah. or whatever. Like, Which is crazy, you know, crazy as hell. But yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, exactly what it and is. And I noticed that about you, like you're like really open-minded and cool and free about it. And I was like, man, this is awesome. Like, that's why I was like really excited to come on here. Because I feel like you can just be yourself and talk about whatever you want to, and it really Absolutely, doesn't matter. Bro. Hey, Joe Rogan has proved that, man. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Chappelle. Yeah, bro. yeah. Rogan Legends. and Ch- Chappelle, for sure. Yeah, Rogan they, is, they uh, set the bar. Yeah. You know, and Chappelle can't be canceled. Like, people, they should just stop. Whoever these canceled people are, they should just stop trying. Yeah, you cannot no. cancel that, man. They're the, mi- yeah. they're the minority, though. They're, they're a, such a small percentage, but they're the loudest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. But that's why, like... When Bill Bill Burr is another one, People, they tried to cancel him, you and, he's, and uh, some reporter said something about, "Oh, you offended," and he goes, "Who did I offend?" And she's like, "Oh, you don't read the headlines," and he was like, "Who? No, who did I offend?" And she was like, "That's incredible." Some people, and he's like, "So." <laughs> he's like, okay there's almost eight billion people in this fucking world yeah it's just the, I loud, offended three. It's just the minority is the minority is the loudest yeah yeah, yeah for sure the, but you know i'm talking all this shit like speak freely and this and that <laughs> you know owning a brewery you gotta really or business in general you gotta be like be careful what you say no though. for True. sure a hundred percent a hundred percent you know that's yeah. why you know i appreciate you guys coming on and i respect you for doing this you know because uh, you know, I know nowadays, especially as business owners, you have to like, it's almost like you have to walk on eggshells. You know, you have to be careful with what you say, you know, because you could get do. crucified, especially yeah. in a small community. Yeah. You know no, what I'm saying? No, mm-hmm. for sure. You do. Like, man, I have people reaching out to me. Are you going to support this? Are you going to support that? And I'm just like, man, we haven't opened yet. Uh, <laughs> I, I said, at this point, we're just trying to get beer over the counter. Right, you know, and I Straight was, up. I was like, "That's that's all we care about. We care about serving our community great, quality, delicious beer." Yeah, and I kept it at that. So I, I try to keep it in just like a neutral. Have people bothered y'all yet about like mask mandates and stuff? No. Since that good, they you shouldn't really get much of it down here. Yeah, but God bless Texas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, God bless Texas. Texas man. <laughs> we so, fucking do it right. I man. fucking love this place. <laughs> that's that's what I love. <laughs> Never about leaving. Te- well, man, listen. So. My wife, being a nurse, and she's been a nurse for a while now, mm-hmm. and all her friends that are, are doctors and ICU nurses and all that, you know, they're true professionals. Yeah. And I've, I've heard what they've had to say, uh. and I just I just go off of them and what they say. For and, sure. And what they say is really common sense. And, you know, I'm not, like, for anything or against anything. I, uh, I just I listen to common sense, and I for use sure. my own judgment. I know my own health. I know where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, I know what's going in my body and out of my body, and that's all you can do. I think sure. I think the the one thing I am for is people being able to make the, their decision for themselves. Yeah. Absolutely. You, you you choose what do. Look, if it makes you, you feel good to wear a mask, wear a mask. I'll I'll respect that. If you say yeah. fuck it, fuck it. I'm with you there too. Yeah. Man. Like I don't I don't care. Yeah. Uh, you should be able to choose. And what you do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's, what makes it, like, it, that's supposed to be what makes America great, right? Not get, like, judged for it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Whatever your decision was at the end of the day. like it, that Or day. not get judged. Pu- I mean, not get judged publicly. publicly people can right. say what they... People can, be like, you know, quietly make little snarky comments. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. to publicly be like, this person doesn't do this. and that, That's not anybody's business. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. But, yeah, man, uh, me and my wife, we were just in Houston the other night. And it was her birthday and we're going to have a nice dinner and some hang out whatever anyways if you go to the uber app that says you're you know required to wear a mask and whatever mm-hmm. that's cool yeah. so uh 
I freaking we have some my wife had mask in her suitcase or whatever and we get in the car and the uber driver was like listen man y'all can wear them and i'll tell you what to do yeah it's crazy you said that yeah y'all can y'all can take that off we had this uh, similar experience we were just uh in houston me and my well now fiance and uh uh, you know, I, I'm looking like on the app and it says that I'm freaking out because we don't have masks. You know, we go to the hotel clerk and he doesn't have any masks for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. He gives me a towel. So I have a towel around my fucking face <laughs> and I get in the Uber. He's like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, like, Take yeah, that shit yeah. off. <laughs> it's cool, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. no, man. Hey, on that subject. Hey, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. If Texas mandated stuff. Obviously, uh, at the end of the day, on. we got a business to run. Right. I care about keeping it open and keeping money cash flowing. Yeah. So I'll do what the state of Texas wants Absolutely. to do. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you want to get vaxxed, get vaxxed. I, I don't give a shit either way. It has no <laughs> effect on my life. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, as long as you're happy, that's all that matters to me. Straight up. Yeah, good. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah uh, have y'all, speaking of going to Houston, have you been to the uh, Bishop Cider Place, the arcade? It's called uh, Cider Aid. No, well, a, a buddy of mine, uh, he worked there, and he would always tell me to come by. Dude, it is incredible. Yeah, all these arcades in there, huh? Man, like old school stuff, like the old school oh. Mortal Kombat oh. stuff, like that. Yeah, it's Man. super cool. Uh, yes, check it out. So you go in. I'm, this ain't like a promo or an advertisement. I'm just talking about <laughs> my experience. But you go in and. Uh, Ten dollars, you play unlimited arcade games. All you want, it's skee ball, it's basketball, it's bowling, it's what? pinball, it's anything. Dude, I bet they have probably like four hundred grand a half mil in arcade games. It's stupid oh how much stuff. God, yeah. Man. And they have like super nice like lounge areas, these nice brown leather couches and stuff. Dude, that's sick. That's that's cool as shit. Yeah. You well, guys should throw an arcade in the, the brewery. <laughs> yeah. So it all depends on how much room we have when it's right, all right. done. Uh but yeah, man, uh super cool places. Me and my wife's first time there. Yeah. And I think there's one called Barcade too. Or Barcadia, it's something along those lines, but it's it's a lot Similar like thing. it's the same concept. Yeah, know? it's like beer and arcade. Yeah, well, the, all this was is strictly their ciders. Like, so they're ah, okay. so they're like a brewery, but they make their own cider. You know? It's, oh yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, so uh, it's a hell of a niche. Yeah, so like <laughs> yeah. ten dollars, it's all the arcade games, but then you obviously pay for each individual drink. It's pretty cheap, dude. Yeah. Incredible, great. Uh, I'm not even a big cider guy, but yeah. having the, their full selection of ciders, yeah, it opened me up to what's out there. You said that's in Houston, uh, you, what, like South Side, North Side. Man, I'd be lying to you. I, <laughs> it's somewhere out there. Yeah, it's somewhere out I'll there. Find it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I put in perspective, we were staying downtown at the Marriott, and it took us six minutes to get there. Ah, okay, so probably and, inside the loop. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty close, but uh, man, super freaking cool place. I I really dug it. Do you have a favorite yeah. brewery in Houston? Oh. Probably Urban South. <laughs> you like Urban South? I, I yeah. love Urban South. Yeah. Uh, my girl likes uh, Carbog. She, you know, she 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 likes Carbog. Uh, yeah. And uh, Saint, the Saint A's. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm an Urban South guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think uh, for me, it's, you know, I like uh, your normal, more normal. They, they have some crazy left field shit, but I think it's the experience for mm -hmm. me. You know, the environment, you know, it's, it looks cool. It's modernized. The colors are crazy. Yeah. It's a, it's a good time. The brewery that, like, is just the most insane to me, and I'm a construction guy, so, like, from a money aspect, I look at everything in, in terms of money when it's built, and I see it. Buffalo Bayou Brewery. I'm saying I haven't been to that one. Dude. Six? How much? They dropped some serious coins. Yeah, like, brews, uh, Bill's looking at their brewing equipment, he goes, Donnie. <laughs> this is insane, man. <laughs> and, and that's coming from a guy who was at Crying Eagle, which they have some serious equipment, too, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, they're they're a uh, Buffalo Bayou, it's like a five story building. Where, Dude, I mean, yeah, no, on top different story. beers on different floors. Yeah, oh, different yeah. bars. Yeah, and then like when you go up to the very top, it overlooks the whole city of downtown Houston. It's oh, incredible. Man, it's incredible. Oh, it's like two shit. minutes from. Uh, yeah, see, I'm not living. <laughs> oh yeah, these this right here. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a big insane big, so. big operation there. Yeah, so but they're, uh, they're right down the street from Urban South. Yeah, yeah, they're wow. like, yeah, me and Bill. Like, I've never there, been man. here. There's like four <laughs> or five cool. breweries right in that area. Now. I think there's a cider place there right there. Too. Oh, holy shit! Yeah, okay. whenever, whenever you go or decide to go, let me know. Yeah, and, and we we'll go together for sure. Yeah, yeah I'll, down. I'll I'll I'm take down you down there, there, man. We yeah. need to check that out. We check it out together, so, man. Yeah, so uh, man, me and my actually we have a picture on I think one of our Facebook page uh, on our Facebook photos and one of those. So me and my our marketing guy, his name's Chad Gary. And uh, he's a marketing guru, man. This dude's a genius. And we went down there because he was like wanting to take some pictures of our brewing equipment and yeah. this and that and the other. And anyways, he was like, man, this is insane. He's like, <laughs> you ever take a picture and like tag y'all in it or whatever? Like, yeah, that's yeah, cool, whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, Chad would be like a good person to have on this uh, podcast. Tell him to he's come also, on, man. He's also running for a, a state representative position. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, super. He's a really smart guy, man. Tell him to, to come on, man. We'll, we'll make it happen for yeah, sure. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> me and him have completely different views on things, but we're yeah. like really good friends. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's probably one of the smartest guys I've met. Yeah. When it comes to, uh, like, marketing computers and just Man, that's, that's right up my alley. Yeah, like I, fa- soon, digital man, marketing, Facebook marketing, yeah. all that shit. So I was talking to him last night, uh, and I haven't told him that we're coming on this podcast. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, by the way, I forgot to tell you, uh, <laughs> we're going on this podcast tomorrow." And he, he's like, oh, "Okay, cool." And uh, I was like, "Dude, uh, you need to like link up with this guy." And I was like, "I think I was, I've heard some of y'all's podcasts." I was like, "You'd be like a perfect fit on this show." Yeah, and I was like, um, <laughs> "And he's like a Chad's like a really interesting guy to talk to." He actually played football for A and M. He was like a twelfth man and Hell stuff. Yeah. And Damn. he's like the he's like the most interesting man in the world. Like he's, <laughs> he's done it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's a cool cat, man. But uh, hell yeah, for sure. But uh, anyways, so uh, but yeah, uh, man. Back to the the brewery though. Just so y'all know, because I'm I'm sure y'all are wondering when we're gonna open and yeah, that's yeah, going. for sure, all uh, that, man. So in a perfect world, uh, we would we're open in March. Uh, we're still in construction phase. Like I said, we're actually mm-hmm. waiting on some stuff to come in right now, like yeah. uh, plumbing components and stuff like that. And uh, once that comes in, we'll go to the next phase. Construction isn't going to take long. Our brewing equipment, everything's in, but our mash tun, kettle, and hot liquor tank. Mm-hmm. So we're waiting on that. And that should be in any freaking day now. And I'm, from what I understand, 98% of brewing equipment is all made in China. Mm-hmm. Like the tanks and stuff. I know, it's really weird. 98%. Yeah. Jeez. There's there's not like people around here who like actually fabricate and make their own stuff. Yeah. It, it may look like they do, but it all comes from China. Damn. Like from what I found out. And me and Bill's talked to shit probably about probably everyone. Probably. Huh? Yeah, there's, there's some in the Pacific Northwest region. There's a there's a few, but for the most part it's all over there. Complicated. Huh? Maybe it'll change now with how COVID messed everything up and all the shipping and Hopefully we start making some shit here again in this country, but yeah, yeah. Be cool. <laughs> yeah, so, so everything you wouldn't be stuck out there in those ships and off off of Florida, where in the Gulf, out. wherever they're at, just chilling. <laughs> yeah, everything going bad on it. Just. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw this news article uh, a few weeks back where like this bunch of cargo fell off the ship. 
until the ocean. And I was like, that's probably our fucking brewing equipment. Yeah, I saw no, like a map of just like it was like it's probably gonna be a bunch of plastic the... straws and kill the turtles. <laughs> the, this map like it showed like little dots, and those dots were like indications of like ships and everything, and Dude, they're just God. all not in the country, like just in the water everywhere. You know, just standing there. You know, it's insane. Yeah. God, crazy. Yeah. That's not the job I'd want. No, you're no. just sitting, just sitting there. out there. Like, what do I do? Where's Shit. the truck? <laughs> they're getting paid though. That's all they care about. Yeah, they're getting paid, man. It's, you know, it's uh, it all pays the same. They're there regardless. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. As soon as that stuff will be here, uh, we've already got some of our kitchen equipment stuff in. It's just like the basics, you know, sinks and stuff like that. But yeah. Um. Yeah. Hopefully by March. I mean, what sucks is I hate even saying that. Uh, originally, I was wanting us to be open by November. Yeah. But SBA has taken so long with everything. So that, like, killed our timeline. But I went ahead and basically paid for all the brewing equipment and said, you know, the hell with SBA. I'll, I'll get reimbursed one way or another once, you know, the loan closes. Damn, man. Mm-hmm. Respect. Yeah. So, <laughs> and actually, uh, it, was a, it was so weird, man. It was like, I went to one bank. They're like, yeah, you're approved. It was like a fast process. But then they were like, well, there's like different sorts of SBA loans and we don't offer this type of SBA loan. Mm. So then I had to like reach out to other banks and but it all worked out. So yeah. we're there. Construction started. Brewing equipment's ordered. Hey, Everything's man. good. It's happening. Yeah. In March. And, that's not a bad time. You know, like well, uh, spring. Yeah. So think of it like this. People in January are going to be like. Cutting back on beer, I'm going to the gym. So I don't think they're going to drink that much. They're definitely yeah. not eating fucking pizza or tacos. Yeah. So <laughs> we said all the holidays. So I feel food. like if we <laughs> open in March, I wouldn't be mad about it because yeah. uh, people are going to, they're in that, like, they've then been working out. And Most people quit mood. their resolution by then anyway. Let's absolutely. be honest. <laughs> yeah. Those people are like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, or I'm like, I've been good for March. I've been good. Let me go out and take care of myself. <laughs> yeah, let me uh, splurge a bit. <laughs> yeah, I've been good, man. Yeah, yeah. I think regardless, it's going to be successful, especially uh, it's new and you're offering something that is different from everything else in the area for sure. And it feels like void, you know what I'm saying? Like that, or, it's the fourth corner, right? And even if, and even if like people are going, people are looking for somewhere just to drink. Yeah, they don't care that it's a brewery. They don't care about like that environment. They're like, I just want to go drink. It's different. It's still different from your average bar because in the, in that area, what what bars do we have in Orange? Because you're gonna get people from Orange, definitely. Yeah, so there's there's, there's High Tides, a tavern, Rustic Silver, Door Saloon, Silver Fox, I think. Silver Fox. High Tides, which yeah. is about which, depending on the weather, is hit or miss because right. yeah. it's all it's pretty much all outdoors. Yeah, High Tides is tough. There's Spanky's for the old heads. Yeah, that's where they go. Orange, yeah. The old people they go to Spanky's and but super small dark there's is brick and barley still open i believe so yeah i think so i live right next to it and i'm not sure if it's open so that tells you something but like every bar in our area is the exact same it's dark shady (laughs) they've got the same they've got the same selection (laughs) of of drinks your liquors your same beers because they sell the beer that just makes money in this area which is right which what everybody drinks the Michelob Bud Light, yeah, Nat Light I get, primary I get bored shit. easy. Everything with, y'all with have the, is different. The same stuff on tap. I get bored really easy. Yeah, like there is one place around here that opened up not too long ago. Uh, awesome place. They sunk a lot of money into it. It's actually it's doing well. Um, but they have I think like fifty beers on tap or something like that. 
And but like nice it's like all the same kind of beers on tap. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of them are repeats. Yeah, it's like they have like a course here, and course here. It's different brands of repeats. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so Buxton actually got on tap there, and nice. uh, Buxton is. Uh, Man, they're killing it there. So when I go in, I pay attention to what people are drinking. Like, I'm always watching. Yeah. And everyone's like, I'll do a Buxton. I'll do a Buxton. I'll do yeah. a Buxton. I'm that's like, that's awesome, fucking man. awesome, dude. Like, yeah. I'm like texting Justin. I'm like, dude, everybody's buying your beer I right now. I think it's the like, uh, easy, is it called an easy breezy? Yeah. Easy man, breezy. that's like my, from, from Buxton, that's my go-to right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Easy yeah, breezy, really solid. Good. Yeah. Easy breezy, solid. Strawberry, solid. Like, it's. Strawberry, for sure. Yeah. Strawberry, super yeah. good, the, man. The cover's sick, too. The, the thing I like about them, and, and also struggle street is every time i go in there there's always something new and exciting on on tap yeah mm-hmm. you know uh i've even heard justin say it like tap the taps are like your real estate and mm. that like that really that really you know correlates with everything i do and i understand that concept and i'm like man that fucking that makes 100 percent great analogy <laughs> yeah and he is like yeah you know you you have a good beer on tap your real estate is gonna do good you have a shitty beer on tap you know, it's just taking up real estate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he always, he always has it's something new and exciting yeah. uh, on tap. And I, I think that it keeps a lot of people going back. And consistency is the key, too. I mean, always yeah. having consistent beer is yeah. uh, is key. I hear a lot of people, you know, say that a lot. Like, man, that beer tastes just as good as the last time I came in. And I think, like, beer should always be, like, consistent. Right. You know, like, don't. Oh, make... your product should always be consistent, no matter yeah. what, your, what bit line of business you're in. Yeah, yeah. like. Don't have a beer that's like really awesome, and then it sells out, and then the next time it goes on tap, it's completely it's different. Not tasting. as good, right? Yeah, right. yeah, and not not shitting on anybody for that. I mean, stuff happens and stuff yeah. goes wrong, mm-hmm. and all you can do is make the best of it. But yeah, uh, yeah, stuff happens. But yeah, I like, having new exciting stuff on tap all the time is super fucking important. So do you guys have like a list of like uh, beer names already set for like a? We don't have beer names or like uh, you know. We we have a general idea yeah. what what we're gonna have. We're aiming to have like twenty five of our own beers on tap. Nice. Realistically, okay. I know we're not gonna open up with that many because yeah. of the way the time frame is gonna be. But I, we're shooting for probably like I don't know twelve beers. I think it's realistic to have on tap when we first open. That's still pretty solid. Good selection. Yeah, and yeah, then and then yeah. like two weeks from then to a month. You know, maybe have another just file. add on to it. Yeah, just keep adding on and adding yeah. on. And uh, another thing I think is super cool that breweries do is small batches mm. or pilot batches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they they do something fucking super crazy, and they're like, <laughs> it's either going to sell really well or it's not. So they just make a small batch of it, and yeah, uh, and it's usually something like this completely different off the wall, and it keeps people like really excited. Yeah. So I'm hoping we can incorporate some of that as well. Like Scott's really good at doing small batch stuff. He, you know, as well as I know, Scott stuff is fucking crazy. Yeah, he's got some left field shit out there. <laughs> yeah, man. it's solid. You know, yeah, that's that's what I like respect about Scott. He's like. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna like make a bunch of traditional beer. I'm gonna make the craziest fucking beer I can possibly think of. <laughs> yeah, and and he he does well with it, man. Like people love his brewery. Like uh, me and a bunch of friends were just in there last week, and yeah. he had awesome stuff on tap, and everything's good. And oh uh, yes, yeah. Well, yeah especially every... if that becomes like the spot. If that becomes like somebody's spot, like to go to to Hop Avenue, Hop Ave. Yeah, and then they see something new pop up. They're yeah. gonna try it because oh, Hop Ave's already gonna be new. So they're like, all right, yeah. try this new 100%. thing. Too. The name's catchy as shit too. Hop Ave, like, and yeah. it's new. Well, you know what I'm saying. You're stopping there. Yeah. You well, know, and not whether only you that, live here or not. Uh, a lot. I don't know if a lot of people know this. We'll actually be the biggest brewery in our area when we open until either Natchez 
or Buxton opens up somewhere new. Mm. Either one of those, when they open up something new, it'll it's gonna be like insane. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. I love it. But regardless, with y'all, with it being something new and different, that I think the fact that it's different, like I, I like I said, I've lived in Orange Bridge City area my entire life. Yeah, I can tell you, and I and I went through my little partying phase where I was hitting every. <laughs> if it was open, we're mm-hmm. we're going. Mm-hmm. Let's go. This place shut down. Let's hit whatever's open. With it being different than your dark bar with the same beer that I just had at the last place, is y'all. I think y'all are set up for success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. And then yeah. we'll have a pretty legit, awesome patio. The patio is huge, man. It's it's gonna be pretty cool. And there's gonna be plenty of parking. Parking super important. Yeah, yeah. very and, important. Uh, on top of that, the city of Bridge City has been super supportive of the whole idea. That's badass. Yeah. They've actually said there's been multiple people come to them before me wanting to do a brewery. But when it comes time to filling out the paperwork and getting all that done, they just never follow mm. through. And there's a lot that goes with it, like TABC and all that stuff. Because you got to get the county clerk to sign off. The city's got to sign off. I had to have the police department sign off. Mm. All kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's... Uh, it's a it's easier said than done. Everybody has sure. a good idea until mm-hmm. it comes time to put it into work to do that. Yeah, idea. yeah. execution. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Execution is everything. If you don't execute, then you're you're just talking about it at that point. Yeah. Well, how can everybody reach you guys? Uh, Twitter. Uh, I'd say Twitter handles, but here we use Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Instagram or Facebook, either one. Uh, I. There's a horn in the background. That's crazy. Uh, no, but uh, usually I'm pretty fast at responses and all that. And yeah, yeah, I'm, I've gotten a lot better with Instagram. Uh, not much people hit me up on Instagram. Yeah. We don't post too much as of right now. There's not a whole lot to post. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, Facebook is probably the easiest way to get. Yeah, and it's just a uh, Hop Ave- Hop Avenue Brewing. Yep, Hop Avenue Brewing Company, and. Uh, yeah, it's pretty easy to find. Just hit us up. And by the way, we still have plenty of barstools available. Uh, if you want to have your name put on the back and let everybody know who you are and uh, become, you know, part of a brewery. And it ain't your name will also be like on a founder's wall and all that stuff. And there's like a breakdown of everything on there. Oh, for sure. What's, for it, sure. And what's that on? Uh, Might need a Fuller's House podcast barstool. <laughs> yeah, that's the go-go. Indiegogo. Indiegogo. Uh, is it just like Indiegogo.com slash? Yeah. Yeah. And you can just go like this. Uh, well, on my computer, it just pops up under my campaign. Right. But you can like, I guess, go search the campaign. Yeah. Actually, I didn't find that out until after the debacle uh, with the girl I hired. Yeah. 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 Then Gabby was like, no, you can look up campaigns. I was like, oh, fuck. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah so they can just go on there and search. Yeah. Uh, Hop, yeah. Hop Avenue. And Burn it's on Company. our Facebook page. Uh, cool. If you go back, uh, there's a couple of uh, links to it and stuff like that. And cool. All that. But, oh uh, yeah well perfect man well we did an hour and 46 minutes man i did. <laughs> I could do three more hours with you guys y'all are badass man i appreciate having y'all on no thanks for having thanks, us man. on man i uh, appreciate it. its exposure and for sure uh, i just want to become a part of something great hey yeah. before we get off can i ask you one question absolutely how Anything. in the fuck did you get little flip on your show <laughs> bro everyone asks me this Mind they, blowing. they always you're the first person to ask me on air uh but so in houston when i lived in houston right i promoted clubs like uh-huh. like little new clothes a lot of my buddies were dj djs yeah. like yeah. and they're still like big time djs out there so i promoted clubs i got um i would always get the the like celebrities like manager's phone number 
or an agent or whoever it is. Networking. You know what I'm saying? So I'm networking like crazy. Yeah. Um, started the podcast. I'm going through contacts. I'm like, fuck, I don't know who to have on this week. I find uh, Lil Flip's agent's phone number. I texted him. He was like, yeah, when? I was like, uh, tomorrow? He was like, yeah, what time? And, it, oh, shit. and you know, it came on. And like I'm like, man, this is not going to fucking happen. He's going to be late. He ain't going to show up. You know, I had my phone set up. We did it via uh, Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, he popped up. We just got to going. You know, it was the same with... Uh, with Ski Beats. Yeah. Uh, for yep. people that don't know, Ski Beats produced uh, Jay-Z's first album. Yep. Um, he just produced uh, C- Currency's latest album. That was my next question. Yeah, man. It's, it's a similar thing. Ski uh, Ski and I are actually a lot uh, closer than A-Dot, who's Lil Flip's manager. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually know him through, you know, a mutual friend. We did music. We ran into him. He's Back then, we were smoking weed and all that shit. He smoked us out. You know, we had a good time. So Ski and I are actually friends. You know, um, I messaged him and he was like, man, when, you know, same thing, you know, so it was just a networking thing to, to answer your question. Yeah, that's in, that's incredible, man. Uh, yeah. Lil Flip, uh, uh, another crazy thing you asked that because Lil Flip is actually going to do a drop for the podcast. Like uh, this is Lil Flip. You're listening to Brewing Bullshit. Pod. He's going to do that. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll try to get it on. I'll try to get on this episode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, man. That, that'd be cool. Yeah, like I said, like. <laughs> Everything is super good. The conversations in your podcast is incredible, and uh, I yeah, appreciate it, man. The, the it means from, a lot. Uh, Sedex uh, Foodie, uh, uh, Southeast Texas uh, Foodies, uh, Lauren, yeah. Lauren, Lauren. yeah, dude, cool. Everything she's doing, and I'm not trying to like keep you on long. You want to be on right now? Nah, bro, it's it's cool. She's a she's a madman, man. She dude, does a lot of shit. I know. I was listening to her <laughs> stuff, and I was just like, mad man, everything she does is like. <laughs> For the area, like doing that is incredible because it, yeah. it, it puts people in perspective, like on how much good food we have around here. For sure, yeah. So, and I'm like, obviously, you can tell, like, I love food. I'm a foodie. Same, and, um, same, brother. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, what she does is incredible. I started following her stuff on Facebook and stuff. Yeah, bro, and, she's solid, man. Yeah, yeah. She, if you guys she, don't know each other, I'll link you for sure. Yeah, no, I've, I've never met her in person, but she's uh, cool. I'm she's like a. You can tell she's a very intelligent person, and yeah. she's got a good hustle and uh and stuff like that and yeah she's like us man she's a she's a hustler she's a go-getter uh shout out to her because she sent me my clubhouse invite <laughs> so awesome. uh, clubhouse you have to actually get invited by you know someone that's on it and she sent me my invite so i appreciate that man that's next level <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's next level right there hell yeah man cool well, but yeah, yeah man uh yeah thanks for having us on no uh, problem anything else you guys want to add tell the world tell the people <laughs> Uh, just keep looking for our updates on Facebook and Instagram. And, uh, and by the way, whenever we do our, uh, we have a private opening and it's only available via, uh, tickets and you can only get that through Indiegogo. And, uh, those people who come to open a night also get special perks, which we haven't announced yet, but. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. I'm in then. (laughs) Yeah. I'm on, I've already got it pulled up. So. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, until next time, everybody. Cool, man. Peace. Later. (laughs)